Hey everyone, welcome to Snarf Talk with Chris and Jerry, and this is our podcast where we give you a behind-the-scenes look as we create a comic book. We're going to talk about TV, movies, comic books, and hopefully have a lot of guests, other writers, creators, and friends. Um, check us out at snarfcomics.com. You can check out our blog and follow along with everything we got going on. Also, follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Snarf Comics, and please subscribe and leave a review on iTunes. Enjoy the episode. Holy cow. I am ready to go, Jerry. We've made it. We've we've we are successful people. Gerald Alistair Thurston Percival Reginald Snyder the 5th Esquire. I'm here. What have you been up to? <laughs> well, Christopher, we as in you and I, yeah, went to the a royal th- we went to a thing. The snarf, if you will. Yes. It was us. Um we went to little little show just little, a little ditty little little bitty show up in uh uh chicago i believe they call that the chicago the wandy city the wandy chicago <laughs> uh c2e2 the windy city folks the windy city we were right by the lake we were looking out at the white caps literally there's the a, ocean. a nice lake view and all a bunch of cosplayers taking pictures of the lake yeah view in they the were and standing all like seductively seductively and like it's get get rid of that crap you look you're an alien quit being seductive <laughs> you know what i mean like you're what are those things those uh anime guys and be those, uh, like when you're into chicago comic-con but what are them guys that they hold their hands up and they're like they're like ah. uh baseball catchers no 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 not them oh okay uh, um oh shoot go is goku one of them guys. Oh, like Dragon of. Ball Z? Yeah. Is that what it's you're, called? You're a freaking Dragon Ball Z. Quit sticking your butt out. You know? Put your butt away. Okay? <laughs> like, that's a bet. That's a thing at C2E2, or at any of these cons, apparently. Like, ladies have their butts out. And then there's a whole sign that says, like, cosplay is not consent. It's well, not an invitation. It's not. You're you're exactly right. But also wear clothes. I guess. <laughs> I mean, I'm not complaining. Whatever. <sighs> I don't know. What why what about you and your patriarchal patriarchy? Just stop it. Needs to require people to wear certain things. I don't know. What if I had my ass out the whole time, Chris? I mean I think Would that be weird? I'm I'm makes people feel weird. Made me feel weird. Well, I think there you know, there's a double standard there. There is not a double standard there. I think people are generally okay with women wearing less clothing versus men. Okay. There's a sexist thing right from Chris. I'm I'm not saying oh. I agree with it, Jerry. Oh my gosh. Although Here I we do. Go. <laughs> <laughs> Although I I do. <laughs> yeah, it was there there's some pretty crazy cosplays, but there was really cool ones. Uh there was a a um what's that there's guy? There's a lot. I mean, this is like Transformer. There's yeah. a, like an Optimus Prime Transformer dude. He had a really good suit. There's a lot a lot of cosplay. So anyway, we went to C2E2. Yeah. Right by the lake. McCormick Place. McCormick. It is huge. Huge. <laughs> Gosh. Gigantic. It's unbelievable. So we have a previous podcast called The Wizard of Snarf, where we had went to Wizard World. Wizard um, World Madison. That was Madison, but we also went to Wizard World Chicago prior to this. And 
I thought Wizard World Chicago was, you know, pretty good size event. It was. Where and was that? I don't even remember. Was that at McCormick Place? No, it wasn't. It was up somewhere else in Chicago, but it wasn't McCormick Place because it wasn't that big. It wasn't at the same. We didn't park in the same place. I know that. And it wasn't on Lakeshore. I think it was at McCormick Place. I don't think it was. Okay. We'll have to look back in the annals of the annals of history <laughs> of history but either way i thought uh wizard world chicago was pretty big um and then i went to c2e2 on friday and realized not even close well not even a, this event is enormous there's there's some differences okay i don't know see the, the thing is c2e2 is or uh, wizard world is broke up in like different rooms it was. So that kind of maybe makes it feel smaller than what it is. Oh, you're right. It was broke up into different rooms because you could go upstairs for different things. Um, it's at the, it was at the, you're right. It was at the Donald E. Stevens Convention Center in Rosemont by yes. O'Hare there. Yes. Right by uh, um, that one uh, restaurant, you know, where you get like meat. Fogo de Chow? Yeah. Fogo de Chow. Fogo de, Fogo de Chow. Chow. I was uh, actually just there. When? Um, like last month. Oh, really? Yeah. Nice. Was it good? Um, I'm not a huge fan of Fogo, to be I, honest. I've never been there. I don't think it's worth really going to, but oh. um, we well, had sad. went in and sat down, and you know, you turn your little hockey puck to yeah, green, and green. they start bringing meat. Yep. <clears throat> we must have hit like the right timing, so we sat down. Within 10 to 15 minutes, you ate we all were all done. Meat. We were all done eating. No way. I swear to God. We sat down, we turned them to green. And they just started flooding us with meat. It was like a meat barrage. They were throwing it. Sounds like a dream. They were were throwing it. They were slapping us upside the (laughs) head. Slapping you with a sausage. Yeah, sausages and freaking duck patties. So it was like a nonstop meat slot. A meat meat slot. Yeah, and in about 15 (laughs) minutes, we were all done eating. I got pink eye from a strip store. We're like, well, <laughs> we just got a limo and drove all the way up here with a big group of people and for 15 minutes worth of eating. Now what do we do? <laughs> we're done. And now we're done. Spent a bunch of money <laughs> got pink eye from a strip steak. <laughs> uh, but we drank a lot and well, then we stayed there. We ended up staying there for like an hour and a half. And they let you? Um, yeah, we didn't really. Do they? So how do they do sides there? Do they do like family style sides? They have a salad bar, a big, big salad bar. So you go there, get like sides, and then yeah. all they do is bring you meat. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, man. I've never, I've never done it. Meat, 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 It's, it's, it's good. I mean, about half the meat is like not great cuts. You know, like is it chewy? It's just not the best meat. And then there's stuff that comes out that's, that's really annoying. good. And then there's like, and then the bacon wrap fillets come out, and those are pretty good. Yeah, but you're not selling it for me. I don't think when you, it's when wor- you tell me yeah. like it's poor cuts of meat. Give me a break. I mean, dude. if you are in the area and you want to try something different, and you got fifty dollars a person burning a hole in your pocket, yeah, then you can give it a try. I wouldn't right. go out of my way for it though. Well, what does this have to do with C two E two? Is my question. Um, because it's near the Donald E. Stevens <laughs> Convention Center, which that, is the home of Wizard World. Wizard World. Okay, right. so here's the difference. Wizard World, I think, you know, it didn't seem as big, but it was probably similar in size. Had a lot better and more panels, I thought. 
at Wizard. Yeah, I would agree. Uh, although, although I was looking at Saturday's panels and they were pretty good. Okay, so here's the deal. We were supposed to go pretty much all weekend. Well, we were going to go Friday and Saturday. Yep. I had an unexpected um, death in the family, had to get out of town. Um, so we weren't able to go Saturday. We As soon as we walked in to C2E2, we were both like, ah, shit. Yeah. Uh, there is no way we're going to be able to do and this. And there isn't. There isn't. If, if you were to go... I, and you went one day, okay, you could probably, like, run through the place, which is basically what we did. If you're just, like, a casual fan, you could yeah. definitely go up for one day. Yeah, one day totally would be probably fine. enough. But, but if you want to spend, I mean, because Artist Alley, okay, so let's give a little breakdown. You walk in there. Mm-hmm. Um, it's at McCormick Place, like we said. Out in the entryway, kind of going in there, there's <clears throat> bands playing, there's DJs going, there's tons of stuff going on. Yeah. You walk into the show floor and there's, you know, a huge showroom that's just booths of either merchandise vendors or comic book vendors or uh, comic Everything book companies or the Marvel booth, the DC booth. Mm-hmm. In the meantime, everybody's walking around in cosplay. The, everywhere. That's, everywhere there's people that are painted. It's I feel like it's a lot of body paint. A quarter of the whole convention center is dedicated to the cosplay corner. And don't you get sick from like covering up your sweat glands? Like isn't that a thing? <laughs> I don't know. Oh yeah. I think that, Enlighten me, Dr. Gerald. No, you literally said it while we were there. Because I said, you want to get painted but like the devil? Because they were doing like devil paintings for yeah, some You could walk up to a booth and reason. get your whole body painted Red. Like the devil. And but like not just red. Not just red. Like with shading. Yeah, they had like uh, cheekbone shading and horns that they put on you. I don't know what this was promoting. It was a show, I think. Yeah, it was like. Uh, like an AMC show maybe? Or uh, uh, FX. I don't FX remember show. what it was for. It, it doesn't matter. It was Either the Geico way, booth. You, yeah, the Geico booth. I don't know why that's there either. Or um, the Red Roof Inn booth. That's the one that really bugged you. <laughs> you it's were like, me. you got like angry when you saw the red roof in. Yeah. Like, what? What are they doing? I mean, it's like the the Motel Six of Motel Eight. Like what? it's it's like it's, it's like Motel Eight is the highest class motel, right? Is it? Is that a of thing? the motels? Yeah, it is. Yeah, I didn't know there was a high class. And then motel. there's like Motel Six, which is like where people go to overdose. And then there's the red roof in. But wait, so there's. Is the Red Roof in a hotel or a motel? It's a motel. Is it a hotel? So a motel you stay in for like extended times, right? It's like a... Well, you can. I think generally a motel, you access your room from the outdoors. Is that what that is? I sure. thought it, like a motel was the ones that you stay in. You like... I, people tend to them. stay in motels longer, but my point is I think motels, you access it from the outdoors. In hotels. In a hotel, you've got indoor hallways. Huh. Gosh, thanks for telling me that. I could have just made it up completely, but... I'll, I believe you, but either way, Red Roof Inn, I feel like, is top tier. <laughs> if they're at a C2E2 and promoting themselves, I mean, I didn't see a Holiday, or I didn't see a Motel 8 or... Yeah, because they're all too good. No, I don't think they're good enough. Oh, you make a good point. I know I do. I want to stay at a Red Roof Inn now <laughs> because I saw them there. And because you know what's funny? You so I, I took a seven-hour. We left there, C2E2, at like seven o'clock. <laughs> Did you stay six at o'clock a at red night. roof? Well, Tell I, drew, I had a seven-hour drive that night, like through the night, and I noticed every red roof in on the way after <laughs> that. Way. I swear to God. See, there's a lot of red roofs in across Iowa. That's the promotion, a lot of roof, right there. Red roofs, roofs. That's the the short of it. 
Well, anyway, so we go in there, you walk around. I guess it'd be plural, right? Yeah. Go we, ahead. We got about halfway through. There's a huge cosplay corner. We didn't even go over there. Um, there's along the back is all the lines where the celebrities are, where you go get their picture and their autograph. There were some big celebrities there. Yeah. Paul Rudd. Was it Chris uh, Evans there? No. No, he was not. David Tennant was David there. David Tennant, Paul Rudd. A bunch uh, of people you guys would all know. All of the uh, Clueless Freaks cast. and Geeks cast. Yeah, Martin Starr. But like Alicia Silverstone. Um, what's the, the guy from the Scrubs? She's the one that does the birding, the baby birding. Right. We had, an, we had, a, we had a talk about that. <laughs> and what I meant, I don't do that. You Well, you said you did. No, what I meant was I was I would bite food off of something to put on a tray. You know what I mean? Like if you had a steak, like I'd bite a piece of the steak off and put it on his tray. Do you not, I'm not eat your steak with forks and knives? Not a not a baby. I meant like like if I guess a baby doesn't really eat steak. Like chicken or something. Like instead of cutting it with a knife, I've just like bit it apart before. Okay. That's not Bert, baby okay. Bert. It's not the same as masticating it and then <laughs> no, and spitting it into your child's mouth. it up and using your saliva to break it down a little bit. Yeah. That's not that. That's what Alicia Silverstone does. That's Fat girl herself. Unbelievable. Anyway. <laughs> this is the second episode we've talked about this and I can't believe it. I never thought I'd ever talk about this. So anyway, we go through, um, we saw the Ecto-1, the Ghost Mustard. Yeah. That car. We saw the DeLorean from Back to the Future. Mm-hmm. Took pictures. Saw a lot of cool stuff. And then we, um, there's kind of like an overlook balcony with a bar up there and a restaurant. So yeah. we went up there and ate. But good, then pretty good pizza. Like for... the whole left side of the thing, about three quarters of it is what's called Artist Alley. Mm-hmm. And it is just booth after booth after booth of artists, creators, and writers. And some are big name and some you've never heard of. And they're all trying to pitch their book, pitch their story. Here's what I realized. Sell artwork, whatever. When I went back and started looking at our uh, Instagram and a lot of the f- the people we follow, like a lot of the artists we follow. A bunch of them are th- were there. Oh, my gosh. Tons of them I had booths there. Yeah, I know. I can't believe it. And Remember I, when I said Ryan Otley? I'm like, yeah. I know that guy. He f- we follow him on Instagram. Oh, we follow almost all of those people on Instagram because once I started looking at Instagram, all of them were there. Yeah. And I felt kind of bad. <coughs> um, I felt bad because I was like, man, I feel like we should have looked at Instagram before we went. Yeah. To so the problem we had there is we people. went to a pan we went to lunch, then we went to a panel um that was on writing comics and um that was put on by the guys from Comics Experience. Um Yeah. If you've uh, never been on that website, go on it. Yeah, it's really cool. Um but so there are some big names on that panel like um uh Ryan come on, help me out. Higgins. Kyle Higgins. Kyle Higgins, I mean. Yes. Kyle I was Higgins. I just thinking Ryan Oddly. Kyle Higgins, and then what was uh, the other guy's name? I can't Gene remember. Gene Ha. Yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah. Wasn't that what he, it was? He's been like an artist for like 30 years. Kyle Higgins is yeah, a big writer. But he's, he's very young looking yeah, to me. Well, I did not know that he was... I. For as long as he's been in the business, I thought he would look old. Right. He does. He was super, super cool because as the panel was going on, he was taking pictures of people in the audience and then making sketches of them and signing them and giving them. As they're speaking. As they're speaking. He had like a sniper scope on his phone that he got and he like clipped it on his phone and was taking up close pictures of people. Yeah. And then drawing them. So we went to that. I thought, um, honestly, it probably wasn't super helpful. No, but not in the right stars. at the last 10 minutes, they did audience questions. Some of those were pretty good and pretty helpful. Yeah. I wish they would have done that the whole time. 
Yes. There, there was some good things that happened at the end of that. Uh, but the beginning, there was just so much. It seemed like so much setup uh, for like what they've done and what they're doing and why they're why they are where they're at. Right. Like it just it didn't lend itself to what the podcast or the what the uh, panel was actually supposed to be Especially about. Especially since they talk a lot about uh, work for hire for like Marvel and DC. Yeah, like and that's there's not, nobody in that audience. And that's not that's attainable that. for any of us. Like we're not going to do that. You have to quit your day jobs to do that kind of stuff. That's right. like a career if you were to get hired by them. I think most of the people in there were like us that were trying to write an independent book. Right. So it didn't, you know, it was fine seeing all those people. And I've wanted to see uh, Kyle Higgins for a long time. But that kind of. We never did get to talk to him. And I kind of didn't go talk to him because there were so many people standing around. There's this like one guy with all these plastic boxes on a cart. Yeah, full of books that he wanted to get signed. Yeah, I don't know why he was there like that. We wanted to spend a good chunk of our time in Artist Alley, talking to people, looking at artists, talking to artists, getting, making connections. We didn't really get a chance to do a lot. I mean, we went through all of our sailing, but we had, it was so big yeah, that we, we just, had to kind of book through it. And we did. Uh, we did. I mean, we covered all of the ground that we needed to cover. It's just that we don't, we didn't have the time to talk to everyone. And I think we would have taken more time had we known that we had a second day. Yeah, definitely. If we had a second day, we would have <laughs> done what we did the first day and then gone back and probably done a lot more panels and talking to people. Yeah. I think we would have taken more time to, uh, Definitely would have drank talk. more, probably. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That would have happened. <laughs> didn't It didn't this time. So uh, about a quarter of the floor is, is devoted to places selling merch. Um, you know, like figurines, pops, things like yeah. that. And then, They've you got know, like I would say. story tall, like, uh, towers of shirts yeah. that I don't know how they ever we get them down. We didn't even really go in that area too much because we just were short on time, but. There were a lot more comic stands selling comics. There was, and we we cleaned up, man. Yeah, we did. We did pretty good. I I feel like I should have um, I should have bought a different. I should have bought a Swamp Thing number one. Yeah, that was I a mistake. There were so many of them, and, and I really the very regret. first place we went had the cheapest number one that I felt like was just as good a quality as the rest of them. Yeah, and we we never bought any, and everybody had them. Everybody had that book. It's not really a super valuable book, but no, but it's just it is a number one, and it's not a first appearance though. I've, no, it's not a first appearance, but it's a number one of Swamp Thing. Right? I mean, it's Swamp Thing's first comic book. I really, really regret not buying uh, Swamp Thing twenty one. Yeah, you really should have. And we only saw that in one booth, one place, the same place that you got uh, twenty. Okay, so here's what I picked up. I got a Batman number seven, um, which no, is Swamp Thing number seven. Swamp but... Thing number seven, which is. Uh, the first cover with Batman on it. Yes. Um, Jerry also got that book. He I, got that book really early for like almost nothing. $12. And the I, guy, uh, the, he gave it to the guy and the guy's like, ah, oh, shit. Yeah. No, he, <laughs> what he said was, oh, fuck. He's like, ah, I need to go through these boxes and start repricing things. <laughs> I said, yeah. sorry, bud. Like you priced it this way. I ended up, um, I found later on that day, only one other copy the whole day of Batman number seven. And was the last stand we yeah. went to. And I mean, you still got it cheap. I got it for twenty five. Yeah, but it was, it was. It's nicer than your copy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, bit. mine's. It's not perfect, but like we had talked about before, it's like it, it's what, irrelevant. It is. It's you like value it however you value it. The right? only re- so, way I say that is not to like rub it in your face. I just meant I'm okay, but I spent a little bit more. 
than I should have probably right. because it was a pretty nice copy. So yeah, and you do like to rub things in my face yeah. like that. Yeah, like you like to be better than me. Well, I mean, that's why I initially said it, and then you didn't seem to respond to my, <laughs> to my gloating. Oh, really? Oh. No, but it, it really is. That's why I was like, it is a better copy, but mine's got a couple bent edges. Yeah. whoop de doo So uh, you also got, what was it? Um, nine? Nine, Swamp yes. Thing Nine, nine mm-hmm. which is um, um, the first 10 ep- episode, or issues of Swamp Thing are all Bernie Wrights and covers. They're all very famous in their own right. Yeah. All the first 10 covers look like movie posters almost. They're oh, they gorgeous. Are. You and, see them a lot. Like if you were to search Swamp Thing, Almost every one of these covers is going to come up because they're they're just like iconic Swamp Thing right. images. And of those, I mean, uh, there's a bunch of really good ones, so it's hard to pick and choose. But nine is probably one of the best just because it's a close-up of Swamp Thing coming out of the swamp. Mm-hmm. And um, so Jerry got that. You got, you got that one. Um, we spent all day, I spent all day hunting for Swamp Thing Volume 2, Number 20, which is the first Swamp Thing written by Alan Moore. Gosh. We couldn't find it anywhere. And then the very last booth, we found it two copies. Two copies at the same place. And not on the wall. And I have a in card. In the boxes. I actually have a card for uh, that company over or the comic book store over there in that pile of C2E2 stuff. Um, but, yeah, they so they had two of them priced like $30 separate yeah, one or $20 was like 70 separate. Bucks and one was like 90 bucks. Made no sense. Yeah. They looked they, identical. We took them out of the package, looked at them. They were basically identical. Yeah. And I don't know why they had a price that way. And Chris, of course, takes the cheaper one. And how do I, you know, barter a guy down? So you, what do you got it for I got, 60 bucks? Yeah, right? I, got, I, I bartered him down a little bit. And then... Uh, how do, you Which was probably too much money to spend for that book. But either way... It was in nice condition. Well, either way, what I'm saying is you ruined it for me, and I couldn't bring the $90 one down any further. It's, right. <laughs> So I'm not even sure that when he I'll took the seventy five dollar one and the ninety one dollar one that he put them back in the right sleeves. No, I know they were the right sleeve. I did make sure that that was the right stuff, but you couldn't tell a difference. <laughs> you couldn't. And that what I should have said to him right then is like, if you can't tell which one's the more expensive one, I need them for the same price. <laughs> right. And then I picked up my crown jewel was yeah. Swamp Thing thirty seven, which yep. is the first appearance of Hellblazer. John Constantine. John Hellblazer. Constantine. It's not, um, you know, it's it's probably the, one of the hottest Swamp Thing books right now. It's not the most valuable. Um, that would be House of Secrets 92, which is the first appearance of Swamp Thing. Yeah. And um, I but, do believe that it is the Keanu Reeves um, edition. <laughs> no. Yes? No? Yeah, it's signed, no. signed by Keanu Reeves. Right. Because <laughs> he did... I don't know if you got that joke or not. I did because he was no listeners. Okay, like that's a great movie. It is such a good movie. Way um, ahead of its time. So I don't know why we. I mean, I know I don't know why we focused in so much on Swamp Thing. I don't know. We both did. I, it's I, just so overwhelming. You have to pick a theme and roll with it because you do. Otherwise, you're going to spend all day there looking through millions of different. So it's a lot easier to walk up and be like, okay, yeah. go to the S's and we'll look at Swamp Thing. And I I agree. And I, I collect Daredevil primarily. But I wasn't on my game. I couldn't remember what I had and what I needed, and I, I just didn't have the list with me. I was dead set on um, getting number seven, Swamp Thing number seven, because I wanted that yeah. Batman cover. And then now Jerry has both the first and second appearance of Batman yep. on the cover. Of One Swamp and fifty three, or seven, uh, seven, seven and, and seven and fifty three, something like that. Yeah. Uh, but 
I was just, yeah, I was just, uh, like dead set on getting that book. And then from there we just rolled with it and started getting every collector edition <laughs> yeah. of Swamp Thing. It was cool though. We, it. we both got great prices on everything. So I, I'm not, I didn't come out of there with any buyer's remorse. It was no, not at all. You did right off the bat, like right as soon as you bought the Constantine one. Okay. I mean, cause I paid a little bit more for that, but I did still get it about 30% less than what yeah, you were asking. I know you did. And that's why after you got it, I was like, you're like, oh, that was too expensive. No, you brought it down. Well, I didn't mean it was too expensive as in like it, the you're book like, isn't oh, worth that. I mean that, that it, like, stupid. that's a lot of money to pay for a comic book. Yeah. But now you have it. Yeah. Well, anyway, um, so some highlights, Jerry. What were your highlights? We had a bunch of them. We had a really yeah. So a couple highlights. We passed out over three hundred <sighs> yeah, Star Talk stickers. We did, and that that was really cool. Right at the end, when literally when we were leaving, we stood at the entrance and passed out probably two hundred of those three hundred stickers. Yeah, uncharacteristic. Um, for but, us is like I don't know. Like we have a hard time getting going. Like give, passing out. Right stuff. It's, it's I think it's, it's because ah, it's just, so not something you're used to doing. Well, and it's so overwhelming when you first walk into this place, and there's just thousands of people walking around doing the exact same thing we want to do. But I wouldn't I, say I most people there. Are. No, I'm I'm saying like they're all there to see the show, you know, and you're there to see people and do things and whatever. But and I feel bad for like I'm not I'm not trying to like hassle people, but um, I don't know. You just feel awkward trying to promote yourself, even though those people don't know you're promoting yourself. Right. Um, well, but, anyway, we did pass out. Um, yeah. At the end, everything we, we had brought in with us, we didn't bring all our stickers cause we didn't think we would pass out that many. And so what we did and what I realize now is that when you stand at the entrance of a place, they think you're passing stuff out for the show. <laughs> yeah. They think you work there. And that really lends itself in our favor because yeah. they all were like, oh, yeah, I'll take those free stickers. I think there was a lot of interest, honestly. Yeah, I do, too. I haven't uh, seen our numbers go up very much or at all, but no. I, I think there was some interest there. there. I think we'll get a few listens here and there from that. Um, you know, I, I think it's what I was telling people is like, it's like everything you enjoy about C2E2, you'll enjoy about this podcast because it's basically everything you can see there we talk about right you know what i mean um i don't know what so what that? else um we got to see neil adams like right we away literally right up next to neil adams he's a obviously a, a yeah if you guys very don't know, he's, famous um, artist super super one of the more famous artists and creators in comic book history did a lot of batman been around forever um he's very vocal um you know in support of getting rights back for old comic artists and yeah he's just a very interesting cool outspoken guy and uh, he's created a lot in his life um we went over there he was signing he had his own booth he's signing um stuff that's way out of our price range for the most part well he had prints we could have gotten for cheaper but um i asked the guy right when we got there i'm like do you have original artwork i'm not buying prints right and then we saw the original artwork (laughs) original art like the cheapest things were like sketches Mm mm-hmm I mean, big sketches, but sketches that were going for like twelve thousand dollars. I cannot believe like that. full pages for like twenty to thirty thousand. Yeah, ten to ten to twenty thousand dollars you could spend for a hand drawn page by Neil Adams. Like, no, no, I don't think I'm gonna do that. But we got to see him nonetheless. 
Yeah, he was right there. We didn't talk to him, but either way, that dude is so it's famous. A legend. And then um, Chris Claremont was there. We didn't get to see him. No. Um, or Marv Wolfman. Both of them were there right next to each other, and uh, we just missed them. They were probably on panels, I assume, or out to lunch, so we missed them. Um, but we did get to go talk to and see a lot of cool creators. Yeah, and and like I had told Chris, the, these places are... So if you go to a Comic-Con anywhere, it's the only... This is the only like form of entertainment that you guys could go to a place and just walk up to these people and talk to them and see what they're creating and buy their stuff, have them sign it, do all of these things with the creator of, of what you love. It's, you will not find that anywhere else. You cannot walk up to some of the biggest names in Hollywood on a day to day basis or at a, a con like, Paul Rudd was there. You had to pay a crap load of money to go see him, you know, to take because a he's so him, right? he's like Hollywood famous. All of these guys aren't necessarily Hollywood famous, but in our in what we love, they really are. I yeah. mean, they're really famous people, and you can just walk up to them and say, "Hey, how you doing? You know, can you sign this? Sure, I'll sign that for absolutely free. Yeah, like no problem." I think well, one of my highlights was we spent a pretty good amount of time. Um, talking to Cullen Bunn. Yep. Um, if you listen to the Jason Inman episode, uh, we talk about Cullen Bunn and how we are backers in his. Yeah. Picture. So we walked up. I bought his book earlier in the day when he wasn't there. So I went back to get it signed. Um, and he was there. He, he signed it. He was very nice. And I just mentioned, you know, I said, hey, um, I'm really looking forward to Metro, you know, when that's coming out. Metro is a book he wrote with Brian Quinn and the art by Walt Flanagan. Brian Quinn is impractical, impractical joker. Joker. Walt Flanagan's from comic book men. Um, so I said, yeah, I'm a backer on your quick Kickstarter and I'm just really looking forward to it. And he's like, Oh man, that's great. Cool. You know, we yeah. talked about it for a while and he goes, are you, and he looked at Jerry, he goes, you're a backer too. And Jerry's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He goes, uh, cool. I got something special for you guys. He pulls out from underneath the table, like special comic book preview editions that were signed by him and Brian Quinn. He yeah. just gave them to us. That was super cool, I thought. It was unbelievable, yeah, that he would do, like, just give you something like that. And he obviously had those there just for that reason, course, I think. Yeah. Something like that where he talked to people that had backed something or some somebody that meant a little bit more than just the general person walking up. Yeah. Um, and he, we, I gave him a sticker, and I, someone, we gave him our business card, and Asked him if he wanted to be on the podcast. He said, yeah, that's cool. Definitely um, hit me up on Twitter. And he didn't just throw away our sticker. We saw him no, looking at it. No, he specifically told the guy to put it in a book. Yeah, so it was so, cool. We talked to, um, what was the other guy we talked to? Um, oh, Howard. Uh, Jason Howard. Jason Howard. Jason Howard is the artist that does the book Trees by, by Warren, Warren Ellis. Ellis. Yeah, and that's an awesome book. It's really cool. And it the art in it's really good too. It's unbelievable. I love the art in that it's book. Really honestly. Pretty. And he said that he was doing the I think it's the fourth volume uh that he's drawing right now and said that it should be coming out soon. Uh so again, I talked to him about being on the podcast as I, I because Chris told him about iTrees uh and that business and how he, you know, had originally just bought the book because it said trees in right. it. Um then I read it, and it's really, really, it's a really neat book. I should have put that on my list, or did I? I think I did put it on my list. I thought about it. Um, for new readers, new readers. it's kind of heavy. 
It is kind of heavy, but I think it's something you, that people could get into. Definitely because it's a different concept. Yeah. It's, it's very cinematic. So, it That's a really good point. I've never even thought about that. It is really cinematic. Right. Yeah. It's different than a lot of comic books, but it's just a good book, and I love the art, and it just so happens we stumbled upon the guy that does the art. Yeah. And I didn't, at the time, it didn't ring a bell. Well, I said... Jason Howard. I was like, I feel like I know that name from somewhere. And then we walk up past the booth and I look down and I see trees and I was like, ah, oh, you're yeah. the dude that draws this. Every booth, most of the booths so are crazy. like that for us. It's me and Jerry walking by going, I totally know that name and I yeah. don't know from where. And then you look at their work and you're like, oh yeah. Yeah. It's so great. And again, like you will not find this in any other form of entertainment and, or at, media that you take. And out. honestly, at really any other Comic Con. Really? You don't think so? Well, I mean, with that big not of names. Not as big of names. No, but not a wizard. Definitely not as big of names. Yeah, there really wasn't. That's Artist Alley is, alone was like three times bigger yeah, than Wizard. it was. And wizard that, might have been a, just as big of a show, but the Artist Alley is a tenth the size. But listen, we have this in our backyard, you know, every single year. Twice a year, I mean, for two different shows. Yeah. Every single it's year, great. C2E2 it, it comes around. It is around. honestly it's great. a huge, huge benefit if you're at all interested in being in that industry yeah. to have oh, yeah. C2E2 and Wizard, for that matter. And probably, I think, more C2E2. It's definitely more uh, nationwide notoriety for that show. Yeah. But to have that in your backyard is uh, just a ridiculous and asset. And at one point, we have Rob Liefeld, Liefeld, Liefeld yeah. yep. uh, creator of Deadpool. We're just like walking down an alley or like an aisle way. And all of a sudden he just walks directly by us. Like I mean, just right by us. I'm like 99% sure it is. It was him. I know he was there. Okay. Then it was definitely him. Cause I was going to say, I was going to look back later and be like, Oh wait, he wasn't even there. No, he was absolutely okay, there. It was definitely him then. I, knew I know we, because we were right next to him at Wizard World in Madison. Right. And then and that's the thing. Like, he just walks right by us. Everybody knows Deadpool nowadays well, because I mean, Deadpool that, was a huge. Rob, I mean, he's superstar he is a superstar i mean he owns part once well how much would it be now it was originally one seventh of i don't know image comics, like a hundreds a, and hundreds of millionaire probably yeah and he just you know wandering around no big deal walks right past us he's literally walking around like a normal person these people you would assume don't do that <laughs> <laughs> like i mean i remember we walked out of our panel and we were just standing there and then all the people that were on the panel just like yeah. walk out by us with and you. they're chatting and Jerry's just like, what? And I'm like, we got to stop putting these people up on pedestals because yeah. that's what we're doing. It's true. They're you, just normal people. You really do. And, and you don't realize how normal they are until you're around them. And that's why like, I really think, and especially um, next year when we go back, cause I'm really committed. I think we want to have a booth next year. Yeah. I so we need to have a book ready to go, ready to sell them the next year. And I think by having a booth and being there the whole weekend and probably going to the after events and I'm assuming we'd get to a hotel and stay oh, up there. Oh yeah. And um, schmoozing. We'd schmooze a lot more and we'd probably get to know a lot of these people. I feel like somewhere. I'm really good at schmoozing. Schmoozing and boozing. Because I look small and non-aggressive or intimidating. Non-threatening. And people like want to cuddle me, you yeah. know? Like, oh. Oh, look at I that. I don't know guy. if I give up the same non-threatening vibe, but no, you're very threatening. <laughs> very threatening. Like, um, anyway, we got to keep this moving because we got a big oh, show-stopping event for the end. We do of this have a podcast. huge. I mean, we're only thirty-five minutes in. Um, we do have a huge event, and we are starting what, Chris? Um, it is our March Madness bracket challenge. March Madness sci-fi fantasy film bracket. 
Should we do that last? Um, do you get any news? Or um, I got I, some C two E two related news. I didn't. Quickly. Uh, actually, I, did, I don't really have any news except there is one thing I got to look it back up though. Hang on. C two E two related news is actually Marley sent this to us today. Indiana man, <laughs> yeah, this guy. <laughs> look at the picture of this guy. Um, Indiana man charged with stealing rare comic books from C two E two vendors. This guy looks like somebody that would steal comic books steal. from a C two E two. I don't know how else he to explain stole him. like ten thousand, nine thousand dollars worth of comic books. Just snatched them from people's booths. Yeah, nine thousand dollars. There was like, um, what three or four different booths, and, and one of them was totally like four grand, thirty five hundred, nineteen hundred. Yeah, and they and he absolutely got caught. Like, and and guess what they used to catch him. Security cameras. Which are all over the place. Who would have thought McCormick Place has cameras well, all over the place? Most of those booths had their own cameras. Didn't you notice that? Idiot. Yeah, I noticed the cameras. That's why I didn't steal anything. And I'm I'm oh, kind of a good person. <laughs> I'm kind of a better person than you. Because I don't steal I comic didn't books. steal anything. No, I meant I was talking to like him and and like he was sitting. Oh, because you of said me. you. I mean you look like him. Let's get it straight. <laughs> I thought it, I thought Marley was sending it to me to tell me like, hey, listen, Chris is in trouble. Well, she did. She wrote. She wrote. I'm glad this wasn't you guys that got caught. I'm <laughs> yeah. like, what, what the hell is oh, that supposed to mean? As if we stole comic books. <laughs> um, it's, it would be really easy to do. I feel like there's not a lot of oversight. No, it would. But be not for the easy to, the ones that are the, worth money. Yeah, the ones that he stole. If it's nine, almost ten thousand dollars worth right. of stuff, those he were was getting, he was stealing things that those were wall books. People were paying attention to. Right. Like idiot, you, I could have. You could easily take a stack of fifty out of one of them boxes and put it in your bag, and nobody would notice. Right, and you'd probably have about thirty-four dollars worth of comic books. You know, <laughs> right? I but mean, this guy took. If people don't can't quantify what quantify, visualize, visualize what this. Yeah, looks like. that sounds better. Um, I like that a comic one. book selling booth would be a usually double size booth or triple size booth. That is just literally lined with long boxes full of comics. Yeah, really big boxes full. Usually literally full. Usually in alphabetical order and by if DC and Marvel. If they aren't, I usually don't hang if out. If they're not in place. alphabetical order, we leave immediately. And then and then sometimes they'll have a key issues box mm-hmm. or two hot boxes. And then behind them, they'll have the wall books. So anything that's worth over 100 bucks generally. Or yep, up on the wall. And it's usually what they call slabbed which means that it's been graded and in a case. Yeah, encapsulated. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, you don't usually get a huge deal on wall books. Um, everything's so, super negotiable. It's like a flea market almost. Yeah. It, it, no, that's the, that's the way I explained all of this to Amy, is that uh, any of these cons are basically like a flea market in a sense. Yeah. Even Artist Alley is that way. What's gotten huge is this whole cosplay aspect. Yeah, cosplay is very big. It, it it's not my, my thing, mind how but huge it is. It's, it's cool to look at some of it. A lot of it, you're just like, "That's dumb." Well, yeah, I like looking at that. I just not my. It's not my thing. You know, I'm not gonna dress up as anybody unless it, I might dress up as Nathan Fillion one time as a brown coat. A brown coat. But all you have to do is wear a brown coat. See, my thing with it is, I don't dress up for Halloween. I just don't feel yeah, comfortable dressing up in costumes. It's just not my thing. I used to. I used to be huge into 
Halloween. I could see you being a big Halloween person. I was. I used to be. So why wouldn't you like cosplay? Right it's the before, same thing. Right before Amy and I, or right before I deployed, and Amy and I were starting to become like a thing. Getting. Uh, you know, like being, you know, an item. An item? Yeah. I literally ran around her house in a Batman costume. I was like knocking on the windows, and I had a cape. And you were a pretty douchey seventeen-year-old, weren't you? <laughs> I was, I was uh, actually out of high school at this point, so I would have been almost nineteen, and so, it was wait, so fun. You'd be one of those like all these, but I had a, like a really cool cowl, like a rubber cowl, like from the. I bet it was super eighty-nine. Cool. The Batman eighty-nine. Uh, I 100% it was so cool. believe that it was cool. I was doing cool cosplay before cosplay was ever cool. Cosplay probably wasn't a big thing back then. It was not. You might have invented it. I did. No, that's what I was coming here to tell you, is that I've invented cosplay. It's become outside like the main, of Gary and Kathy like Lowry's house. It's become like the main focus of conventions now. Yeah, it is pretty big. It's not my main like focus. Like half of the panels are on cosplay. They really were. Oh, that's what I was going to bring up is that, so Sci-Fi Wire had a big stage, the main yeah, stage Yeah, we there. never went over there, but they had some good stuff going on. Yeah, Saturday they had a lot of good people up on stage, and that's when like the Clueless reunion was there with Paul Rudd. And, oh, they had the Freaks and Geeks reunion and, there. Yep, that all of them were right there, and it's literally right in the middle of the It's not big. Floor. I, mean, it's, I mean, it's big stage, but... Yeah, it, but you could literally stand around the yeah. stage right up next to them while they're doing their thing. Yeah. You know, you don't have to buy a ticket to it. What is it that makes cool. us so excited to see people that we perceive to be famous? Um, I don't know. It's it's like they're just people. What is it? What they are, is it? but they're people that you see on screen that you you like the character of that person. You right. don't like that person, to be honest. Yeah. You know, like you see the person, but you're thinking of them as the characters you love. Right. I mean, I get it for the comic book creators because these are people that have written stuff and drawn stuff. These are talented people. And, that, and actors are talented yes. too. I'm not saying they're not, but it's not the same. as like, To me, acting isn't the same as a creator. I agree. Um, but I'm still, you know, and, and I would be less excited to see an actor than, say, Neil Adams or a creator. Right. But I would still. Or if like saw, if I could, like you saw uh, Scott Snyder last year. Yeah, I mean, that was, uh, actually, uh, no, Capullo. I thought you walked right up to, like, Scott Steiner. To Capullo. Remember, what? that was my story. It's Capullo, Capullo, bro. yeah, it's Capullo, bro. I forgot. Um, yeah. I think You're right. I think Snyder was right next to him, though. He, They were there. I know yeah, they were right they were next right to each other. Right that's If I could meet one creator, that's the dude I would pay money to go meet. Really? Oh, I would. Absolutely. I, I don't, yeah. Maybe Brian K. Vaughn. Oh. That guy, too. Okay, so two of them that I would absolutely <laughs> right. do that, too. I don't know. I mean, I'm not, like, crazy about celebrities, but it would have been cool to see some of that stuff. I just want something signed by them, to be honest. It not, But, again, not. Paul, I, I like Paul Rudd. I think all of his characters yeah, are so he's funny. He's hilarious. He's really great in everything he does. He goes on Conan and shows the same clip from... That's freaking hilarious. Uh, yeah, what's that from? Um, I don't know what movie that's from. Oh, I can't think of hilarious. it. Something in me. It's uh, it's about an m- alien, this alien guy. And um, me. And me, yeah. <laughs> that's literally what it's about. And he shows the same clip all the time, and it's hilarious. Look it up on YouTube. It's very funny. Definitely. Um, I'm not going to pay money to go see him, though. But these well, I would pay like you said, to see David Tennant, but not a hundred bucks. Right, that's too much money. 
it's too much. I'd rather just find out what his schedule is, stalk him outside his hotel room. Yeah. And like jump out of the bushes. Out. Right. Or climb through the window. Yeah. And like while he's sleeping. To me, that seems like a way more reasonable approach. That's and he I'm... would probably be for sure more memorable He'd for be him. Into like, that. He would, he would be he into would that. Keep you in his mind. Like, you are, you are the president of my fan club. Yeah. I think you would respect pres- the tenacity. And if you are the president of a fan club of someone, I think you've done that before. I was or or willing to do that. I'm really high. I've only been in a couple fan clubs in my life, but like one of them, I'm really high in. I'm like the number twelve in the fan club. Oh gosh, what's this one? Um, Coca Cola. It's an obscure band from Naperville called Lucky Boys Confusion. Weird. You know them? No. Oh, they're not in the slightest. They were big and like um, they weren't big ever, but. I am also, well, I... I was like number 12 in their fan club. I was also in a fan club of a band. Um, What band? Mm, my favorite band of all time. Corn. <laughs> no. No. REO Speedwagon? No, I do like REO Speedwagon, but no. Um, Let's see. Your favorite band of all time. Mm-hmm. Morris Day in the motherfucking time. No. I don't Not know. Not even close. Who is it? Metallica. Oh, you're in the Metallica fan club? I was in the they're Metallica so, fan they're club. They're douchey, though. Who? The Metallica people. Like, remember mm-hmm. with Napster, all that? That was just Lars. Yeah. Come on. Uh, well, yeah. And I would, if What's you were in their name? position, Kurt, you, uh, I would. Kurt. Uh, Kirk. Kirk. Hammett. Hammett. Yep. He's awesome. He's really good. Yeah. James Hetfield. Oh, they, yeah, yeah. James Hetfield. Jason Newstead used to be their bass player, but... He left. I never got into Metallica. Well, it just I have wasn't been, my thing. And I'm really glad you like to tear I that. I know that like. They have some of the most iconic songs of rock and metal of all time. They deserve their place in history. And I love them. And I've seen them three times. And give me I've, fuel. Give me fire. Give me that which I desire. Yeah. Ooh yeah. Um, you know. They're good. I'm going to make them. a lot of enemies on this podcast by saying, like, Metallica is not my thing. Yeah. I, I'm probably going to poke a hole in your tire before you leave. <laughs> I feel like when I was in no high school, deal. everybody loved Metallica, but I... There is a lot of bandwagon people. Well, but, no, I, mean, I think it was, like, sports-related. Yeah, and it's all because of Fuel or Inner Sandman. Those are the only two. And then, like, Seek and Destroy, I remember, was a big thing on the football team. Seek and Destroy. Yeah, which is a original song, like a... On their very first album, uh, it's number six. See, I can tell you exactly where songs place on all of their albums. Um, I can only do that with like Blink-182. That's weird. Why would you ever do that with Blink-182? Because I was like a huge super fan. That's stupid. There's a kind of douchey, aren't they? Mm, well, um, those are the literal words you just said to me about Metallica. I, I can't do this. Well, uh, Tom DeLong, this Tom is, DeLong is pretty douchey. He, he is. like, hardcore believes in aliens. But then what about, uh, what's the other guy, Mark? Mark Hoppus? Yeah. He's pretty cool. Yeah, he is. Travis so Barker is, Travis is Barker. the shit, man. Yeah. Oh, he was on and Joe probably Rogan. probably the greatest drummer of all time. Oh, that's false. He's a very good drummer, but he's not in, the he's greatest the drummer top, of all time. Probably not, no. But he's, he's definitely in the top ten. You know who is the greatest drummer of all time? Uh, Neil Peart. Yes. Yes. From Rush. Yep. That's exactly who I was going to say. Because he is. He is. I know. Or what's the guy from The Who? Keith Moon. Yeah, he's really good, too. Mm-hmm. Travis Barker's up there. He's in the top ten. Yeah. 
He There's is. He a like, lot. He's in. He's across all genres. He's been in but like hundred different bands. Like a lot of people would argue, John Bonham is also one of the greatest. He died very young. Yeah, you know, come on. I think That's he like was saying just Ringo Starr was one of the greatest drummers of all time. Oh no, because Ringo, he went boom, boom, boom. Ringo Starr won't tell you that he was the greatest though, and not none of the Beatles will tell you that he was the greatest either because he's not very good. Yeah, well, it's like widely known. Come on, John Bonham was very good, but. He was also drunk and high all the time, which is why he died. Who was um who was the drummer for Van Halen? Um wasn't it one of the Van Halens? Yeah, one of the Halens. <laughs> I can't remember his name. Oh, uh, it's like not Alex Van Halen. I think um he was good. What really impresses me about drummers is the guy from Def Leppard. I saw them live last year at yeah, Wrigley Field. He lost an arm in a motorcycle accident. And he learned how to play his left arm with, with his, his feet, l- left foot. Yeah. yeah, I think that's pretty cool. Um, Tommy Lee, he was a pretty mm-hmm. famous drummer. We'll talk about him later. What you're watching? Mm-hmm. I was going to watch that last night. Yeah, I we'll get it. there. Okay, um, that's all the news. We don't want to do more news. We don't have time for that. No, we don't. I don't got time for that. We ain't got time for that. We ain't got time for that. Mm-mm. I only got uh, how'd you kids? How'd you I only laugh? got two things I've been watching. I'll do them real quick because there's not much to say. Um, the first thing I'll say is there is a little television show on the air right now. Okay. That is the best show on TV, hmm. at least on broadcast TV. The Goldbergs. And probably one of my favorite TV shows of all time. The Goldbergs. No, but I love that show. Okay. And last week they had an episode that was such a good episode of this show and stand alone, just such a good episode of anything. Um, I don't know. Grey's Anatomy. It's the Orville. Really? This show I absolutely adore. It's I love it. I've never watched any of it. Like it's none so of it. good, man. Literally it's, zero. It's the perfect. It could use a little more because it is on got a comedic bent to it. It's mostly a comedy. It, that's I would I I assumed that's all it was. It's mostly a comedy, but it's deeper than that. It has some deeper moments, and it mm-hmm. has some of that Star Trek uh, political stuff and drama. And it's got all of that. Yeah, but it's a little bit on the more humorous side. But um, anyway, last week they had an episode. I think it was called uh, "Lasting Impressions." It was season two, episode eleven, and it is just super good. Lasting impressions, huh? Yeah. Did it make an impression on you that did. will last? It really did. It um, It's a great episode, and what happens in the episode is these guys, basically it's Star Trek, so they're in the future, they're on a spaceship. They find a um, time capsule on Earth okay. from the year 2015, and they you know decide they want to open this time capsule. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Jerry is signaling to me for something. I am. We can't talk You're about You're like, it. dude. No, I'm not. Waving hand signals I'm all not over. anywhere. Trying to direct our podcast. No, no. Yeah, he was. And he'll do it again, I'm dude, sure, in the future. I know you're going to listen to this this week because he's on Midnight's. Oh, yeah. Don't direct me. Yeah, Never again will you do that. Gosh. <laughs> you're invited. That was, you're invited on the podcast anytime. Tomorrow. <laughs> whenever you want, you can come back 100%. And but I not want in, you to come not back. Not in a directorial capacity. You are not my director. No. <laughs> you can be a producer. But Jerry's trying to direct me over there. I was, but I wasn't. Okay, okay they open anyway. a time capsule from 2015. Mm-hmm. They put a bunch of stuff. You know, there's a bunch of stuff. This is like 400 years later. They're opening it. 
Right. And in there, they find an iPhone. So they are able to open this iPhone, whatever, and they find it's the iPhone of this woman. And she puts it in the time capsule. She records a video. She's like, hey, I'm just putting this in there. I just thought maybe it would help you understand our lives and my life. And she's like, you can think I'm a cool person. You can think I'm a bitch. You can think whatever you want, but I'm going to put it in there. So they're all fascinated by Mm -hmm. this because they've never seen anything like a cell phone or any of this. Uh, And they don't have, you know, they're 400 years in the future. So this is ancient history to them. So one of the guys kind of starts watching her videos and kind of develops feelings for her, right? So he, for the lady on the iPhone, yeah, you okay. know, just kind of starts to make like a connection, like, oh man, this this girl seems kind of cool, blah blah. Anyway, so they have on this ship what's called like a simulator room, kind of like okay, where a computer can you go in the room and the computer programs a simulation, yeah. So he jacks the simulator up to the phone so that it's able to download everything about this woman and then create her and a world wow. that he can go visit in 2015. <laughs> oh my gosh. And he goes to the simulator every night and, you know, he falls in love with her. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So he, and then he goes out like one night she invites him because they've never done this on the simulator before. It's always been programmed mm-hmm. the simulation by people, but this it's like AI has conglomerated everything about her life, which exists in our phones. Yeah. And made a simulation about that, so that's how he justifies. You know, well, I'm, it's a simulation, but it's not the same as it's. It's not programmed by a person. It's programmed. It is her. It's yeah. And so anyway, so one night she invites him to bring his friends to game night. So he goes and brings his other crew members that are his friends to the game night, and they're just like, "What the fuck what is, going is going on, on here?" Yeah. Anyway, so he falls in love with her, and. It just kind of goes on from there, and I'm not going to give away the end. It's just a really good episode of a really good show. I need to watch a show then. Um, I mean, so do all of them have like a non-comedic point? Yeah, most of them. So there's like heart yeah, at this show. There's heart. Okay. There's comedy. There's um, a little bit of, I don't want to say like political drama, like kind of like the West Wing went ahead, so there's like mm-hmm. a point yeah. that they're trying to make. It's it's like the original Star Trek with more comedy. Okay. And it's just a really good show. Yeah, I guess I'll have and to And good actors and um, good voice actors. Anyway, so, you know, I've always really liked this show, but that one just kind of was over the tipping point. I didn't me. know that you liked it that much. It's, I guess, probably the best show on TV right now. Wow. It's really good. So the second thing I've been watching um, comes directly from one of our best listeners, Mr. David Seedentop. Yeah. Um, he gave us his top television shows. Yeah. His number one was Justified. Oh, yeah. Which Did I have you... seen the first two or three seasons before. So you like started watching it again. Ten years ago, whenever they came out. Yeah, it was a while ago. Um, so I started the series over. So yeah. I just started it last night. I watched two episodes. It's really good. Yeah, I need to watch that. It's super good. I've seen the first season. Very, I know, and I'm watching it over. Yeah, and I, you know, I remember what happened, but not enough that I can't watch it again. Yeah, and it's very compelling. Dang, I need to watch that. Then I started it's watching. Just how it's so much of a commitment. It is. It's like six seasons, and there's probably twenty episodes a season. That's a lot. Yeah. I, I don't know how I'm gonna have time to watch all of it. Yeah, 
I don't feel like you will. At one episode a night. And if I do that, I'm not watching anything else. Right. So 120 days. Right. <laughs> that's a lot. So that's all I got. What do you got? We got to um, keep I, moving here. Yeah. I only had one uh, show that I watched just last night, and it was The Dirt. Uh, yeah. Uh, that's Netflix. the Motley Crew one. Yeah. I'm, it looks really good. The trailer looks awesome. It's It's okay. I mean... So the crazy part about this is how these people lived while they were Motley Crue. And from the beginning of Motley Crue... They were, in fact, a Motley Crue. It is unbelievable, the things that they'd done. And this is all compiled from... Like, I didn't know it was quite, they were quite that wild. Like Nikki Six's uh, biography or... Autobiography. Well, I can't remember what that book's called. The Dirt. No? No, it's not. Because it's compiled from, like... Nikki Six and uh, I can't remember any other other names. Mick Mars and Tommy Lee. Yeah, Tommy Lee, and then uh, th- the lead singer. Why can I not remember his name? Um, I believe his name was Vince Neil. There we go. Oh, um, okay. I was so, going to say Mr. Motley. No, <laughs> no. So Vince Neil. They all had like biographies that they have done, and they compiled all this stuff from there, and then put it into a movie, and it's insane the things that they they were doing and how they've all survived. Like, Nikki Six did die for a while. Um, he was dead for, like, seven minutes, and then they brought him back to life with adrenaline. Um, like, literally... I don't really consider that being dead, then. His heart stopped. Well, but he didn't die. You are dead when you have no activity, like brain activity or heart pumping. You are dead. If he was dead, in my opinion, there's no coming back. But medically, you're dead. Well, you know, I don't care about the medical definition, <laughs> Dr. Snyder. Well, I was a doctor for a time, and I've always told that to Amy, and she gets mad about it. Because <laughs> the only reason I say that is because when I was deployed, I I was giving people, like I did a combat lifesaver course where you could give IVs. You're not a medic, but you can give IVs and do little things like that. Um, and I gave IVs to people before she did in nursing school. So I always give her crap and be like, I'm pretty much a doctor now. So. I was basically a doctor too. Were you? I was a first nice. responder. Oh, that's right. Well, we had a discussion about this once before. I we remember. Did? Yep. I think it's actually on that uh, first ever podcast oh, we recorded. You guys, I can't wait till you get to listen to the Snarf Talk Origins. I'm pretty sure it's on there. Anyway, so the dirt. Um, it's just crazy how they lived. It's a fun um, show to watch. It's there's literally nothing in it that you're missing out on if you don't watch it. It's just it's an hour and forty eight minutes. If you've got two hours of time that you want to waste, you know you can watch it. It's right. just fun. Um, but they're not good people, right. you know. No. Like I wouldn't say that you need to live your life that way because you'd be a drug addict. Yeah, um, I mean, I could live my life that. way. The cool part about it though is that I kind of n- did live my life that way. None of them are anymore. No, like, I know. That's they've all came out of it and lived and realized that they were doing well, Tommy Lee the has wrong like thing. hepatitis, right? Yeah. Yeah. He does. Like the bad one. Like yeah. The, the liver one. The C one. Hepatitis C. Yeah. Isn't that the bad one? I don't know. I don't know how bad it really is, but I don't think it's that bad. In any case Medically. You're missing a big what you're watching. Why? You watched a big movie. I did? You watched Spider Man. Into the Spider-Verse. Crap. You're right. I did watch that, and then I texted you about it because, okay, 
You do we have time to do a full review on it now? We don't, but it was like the most groundbreaking comic book movie I've ever seen in my life, and I don't you I don't know how you could ever beat that movie in what it did. The animation blew my mind. Well, let's let's do a full review on it next week because I want to rewatch it and then we'll do a full review. Okay, yeah, the animation blew my mind. The story is great. It just so it's so good, and. When it first when it was first coming out, and I saw that like uh, Peter Porker, you know, like Spider Ham, yeah, uh, I thought, well, that's goofy. Like, why would it, you know, why would you do that? Awesome. It's he's the one of the like the funniest parts, but he doesn't take away from the actual like dramatic effect of the show. It's got it's how, unbelievable. that scene where his dad's outside the door. Yes. Oh, man. And he's, like, wrapped up in the chair. Yeah, it's super good. <laughs> yeah, it's amazing. Yeah, next week. We'll talk about that next yeah, week. Yeah, we'll talk about that more. Definitely. But I did watch that finally. I'm really glad I bought it on Amazon, and I I didn't watch it again on Sunday like I thought I was going to, but I will watch it again here soon. Um, All right, we'll keep her moving to the big event, the event you guys have all been waiting for. Um, Round before one. Before we get into that, i got to talk about what we're doing and the rules and everything. Yeah. Um, if you're already involved, you already know. And if you're not involved, it's too late. Okay, so here's what we're going to do. And before we start, I wanted to ask Cherry. Now, we just put this out, the bracket that you guys are aware of here. We just put it out today. Yep. And that was just, uh, we're recording now on Monday. Mm-hmm. So you guys are listening to this on Thursday, hopefully. Um, the brackets were due at 9 a.m. Thursday morning, the 28th, I think. It um, is. 27th, yes. something like that. Um. Do you think we need to give people another week? Um, because what we can do is we can talk about the bracket challenge and then we can just cut it and record our second half of our picks and then release it a week later. We could do that easily. Yeah. I do think they need more than... Okay, we're going to decide that two, two days when we see how many brackets come in. If we get a bunch of brackets in the next two days, we'll go ahead and release this as scheduled on Thursday. Yeah. If we don't think we need, if we think we need more time and more participants, we might cut this after we explain the challenge and, you know, this will just be a short podcast and tune in next week for the results. Yeah. Okay. So here's what we're doing. We're doing, um, our own March madness bracket, but instead of basketball, college basketball, which I don't know anything about. I don't really either. We are going to do this bracket, which I got from my niece, Maggie. Thank you. Yeah, Maggie this is awesome. And Zach, um, which is, what's the best sci-fi fantasy films of the last 10 years? This was a pre-filled out bracket, pre-ranked. Pre-ranked. We did not pick the movies. We did not decide what brackets they went in. We did not rank them in order. Correct. And I disagree with a lot of the movies and the rankings. Correct. But we are just going to go with it because otherwise we'll never do it because it'll be a ton of work. So yes. somebody has went through the work of making this, and I'm going to respect that person and their wishes for all the work that they put into it. And there are four different um, conferences. Yeah, it's like conferences, basically. It's just like but. a March Madness bracket. It's the same amount of teams, same everything. Um, we put this bracket out on Facebook and Instagram, and you can go on there. You can just save the image and print it or do whatever you want to do. Yeah. I emailed it to myself. You can make your picks. I think if you print the image, it prints out just as a full page. It's super easy. Yeah. Um, you can make your picks. Um, you can just write them in an email and email them to us, or you can scan 
or take a picture and email them to info at snarfcomics.com. Or if you're a friend of ours, you can just text it to me and Jerry. Right. Um, if you don't have our personal cell phone numbers, then there's a reason for that. A big one. <laughs> I don't want you to have it. Um, no, I'm just kidding. But email it to that info at snarfcomics.com. There's going to be, we've made, we decided on the rules here. I'm going to have a winning bracket and Jerry's going to have a winning bracket. And mine will probably be better. But those are the two winning brackets. That means there will be two overall winners to the contest. So, the way that you win is by matching Jerry or I's bracket. Um, we have the final say on what picks are best, what movies are best. And if you disagree with us, which you most likely will. I'm sure you will. Too bad. So sad. It just, I mean, this is our podcast. Don't so complain about it. Don't pitch about it. I don't want to hear about it. We're making the rules right but now. But you can have, you know what? You know the best place for you to have a conversation on how wrong we are and idiots we are? On Instagram and Facebook in the comment sections. Right. Leave leave a comment. Let's tell start us a, that we're let's wrong. Start a, yeah, let's start a huge thread. Um, also go on um, and like and share this bracket so we can get as many people involved as we can get. I yeah. think we had a lot of interest, so I think we'll get some. Um, the winners of this bracket challenge. So the first round is worth one point each for each correct match. The second round is worth two points. The third round is worth three points each. Fourth round worth four points each. Fifth round is worth six points each. And the championship is worth ten points. Ten, yeah. Um, so I didn't weigh it too heavily on the championship, like some like Yahoo or ESPN brackets, because I wanted somebody who picked a lot of lower ones right to still have a shot. Yeah. I, even if they miss the championship. I think that's a very good idea. Um, there's lots of different scoring ways for brackets, but that's the one I picked. Um, so... If this is the end of the podcast for you, that means we've extended the deadline to next Thursday. That's April something, 5th. Yeah, it would be um, 4th. Otherwise, we'll get started here and we'll go through our picks. If you have any questions, oh, the winners. The winners are going to get a t-shirt. They're going to get stickers. And you are going to get an mystery gift card. Mystery gift card. Of our own choosing. And that yeah. can be to wherever we choose we want to give you a gift card to. Yep. Could be Amazon. Probably could be Hallmark, could be like a uh, could be Red Lobster. I was thinking more of a um, Red Robin. Could be Red Robin. <laughs> could be Graham Cracker Comics. I've never went to a Red Robin before, but apparently I need to. You've never been to a Red Robin? Never. Yum, yum. Um. So <laughs> the winner of Cherry's bracket's gonna get that. The winner of my bracket's gonna get that. So there's gonna be two winners. Yeah. Um, the gift card value could be a hundred dollars, guys. It could be five hundred dollars. It be, could be five dollars or ten thousand. Yeah, you never know. You don't know, and we're not going to tell you. Right. Mostly because we haven't decided. Could be a free tree for my trees. It could be. Could be. It could be a a cruise to the Galapagos Islands. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to see all them big tortoises. Yeah, and you can't wear like your you shoes there. Ride a tortoise. You have to like wear new shoes. Really? Do they give you new shoes? They give you like booties. To be really, yeah. So you don't infect you the can't tortoises. Infect the Galapagos, isn't there Komodo dragons there? No, you're just. You're I, way thought out of touch. I thought they were. You're way out of touch. Where are the Komodo? You dragons? don't know anything about reptiles and amphibians, do you? I do know about the Galapagos tortoises. Yeah, they're big. You can ride them. I know they're like that big. Or aren't there Komodo dragons? Aren't there where those big heads are? Them big lizard things. The big stone heads. That's how Godzilla came about. Gojira. 
yes. Matra. The other day, Cash Matra. asked uh, Cash asked Marley, the wrong parent to ask. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Mom, what's Godzilla? And I was sitting right there. I'm like, why are you asking her that? <laughs> why would you ask Marley that? <laughs> so what's Godzilla? And she goes, oh, it's some big monster that's old that's based off a book. <laughs> <laughs> what, what book? Godzilla. And then I'm like, I think it was based off like a movie from like the 1940s. Is it? Like I don't 30, know. Yeah, Gojira. Like oh. a Japanese movie. Okay. She's like, there's books. And I'm like, well, yeah, there's probably like novelizations now. Right. It's And you know why they wrote that book and movie? Or not a book, but just made the movie? It's because they went to the Galapagos and they found a Komodo dragon. Truth. That's, that's, <laughs> that's 100% true. No, that's 100% true. All right. And if anybody argues with me, then you don't win the bracket. So... <laughs> So we're going to take a, a short, quiet pause to make editing easier in case we decide not to do this. Are we doing that now? Yes. Oh, okay. So don't talk. Pause starts now. Okay. Right. If you're joining us now, it's because you are ready for the March Madness Snarf Talk Bracket Challenge. What's the best sci-fi fantasy films of the last 10 years? 10 years. And there's a bunch of things left out. But you have okay. your brackets ready. You know the rules, and if this is all part of the same podcast, you're like, what are you guys doing? But anyway, we're going to get started right now. We're going to start in the top left bracket. Thank you. I'm glad you said that because I wanted to start in the top left. Matchup number one. We got a number one seed. Against a 10. A number 10. Uh, is it a 10? Mine's a little blurry. Yeah, it's a 10. It's a 16, Jerry. It's a 16. <laughs> oh, so, this this means that Rogue One, a Star Wars oh, story, was yeah. their 16 seed. Yeah, that's ridiculous. And Mad Max ridiculous. Fury Road is their one seed. Hey, guys, on Chris's bracket, we got a big upset. We, <laughs> uh, I got Rogue One over Mad Max Fury Road. I agree. Advancing to the Sweet 16. I also have the exact same thing. I do love Mad Max Fury Road. This is a, one of those cases of up oh, shitty matchup because Mad Max is good. Probably should have got further up in the. And he would have that that movie would have gotten further up in my bracket had it not been matched up against Rogue One. Definitely. Um, but Rogue One, as we all know, is both mine and Jerry's top two Star Wars movies, at least. Yep. I think it's, it's my favorite, to be honest. I put it as my favorite. No, you had Empire Strikes Back higher. By oh, the way, shoot, you're right. Um, Darn it. We we're gonna keep it moving so we can try and stay under two hours here. Next matchup is a number eight seed, Star Wars, The Last Jedi, versus a nine seed. These are neck and neck, inside out. Inside out. That is also a great movie. Yeah, it is. I like that movie. Jerry, what was your pick? I put Star Wars, The Last Jedi. You put Star Wars, The Last Jedi. Well, we're not going to have the same brackets, Jerry, because I went with inside out. Did you really? I really did. I I, I'm, I won't fault you. I don't think there's a wrong answer with that. I, um, lo- I loved Star Wars, The Last Jedi. I'm not one of the haters. There was a lot of stuff I didn't like about it, but as a movie, it's visually amazing. It has some great fight and battle scenes. It's got some good humor. It's got a lot of intrigue. It's got some twists and turns. This is exactly why it won. Honestly, Star Wars The Last Jedi, I believe, is, is a pretty good Star Wars movie. Yep. Now, Inside Out, to me, was so different, so original, so funny, and so heartfelt. Yeah. That it's just one that I know for a fact my children and our family will watch forever for the rest of our lives. Yeah, I agree. And we'll watch Star Wars, of course, for the rest of our lives. 
but probably not The Last Jedi is not going to be high on our Star Wars rewatchability list. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I think it's um, good. Last Jedi got unfairly trampled. Yeah, I agree. Especially I, the stuff like with um, Kylo Ren and Ray. To me, was good. To me, I just feel like Star Wars is so high on my list of things that it's going to beat out most other movies. Yeah, I totally fair. It, this was a tough one for me. It's it is, but I I thought Inside Out was a pretty amazing movie. It is a very amazing movie, and I think Amy and who puts broccoli on pizza, Jerry. It, Amy would have that movie very high. San on her Franciscans, list. that's who. San Franciscans, and they I suck at hockey. <laughs> All right, so our next matchup is a number five seed, Black Panther versus a number twelve seed, The Conjuring. I don't like very many horror movies, like whatsoever. The Conjuring is that. Remember, I, folks, guys, you are not picking your favorite movies. You are trying to match mine and Jerry's brackets. Correct. If you picked horror movies, you're going to have a bad day. Yeah, yeah. you lost. <laughs> um, the Conjuring for me is a non-starter. Yeah. Black Panther. I have seen it. I have seen The Conjuring as well. I don't know why I watched it. Um, I actually don't think I finished it. I don't think I finished it. I don't think I even liked it, so I'm going with Black Panther. As did I. Black Panther is the winner. Black Panther is also one that I think we have judged harshly. Upon further viewings, it's pretty good. It it's very good. It's but not, still not top ten Marvel for me, but it's pretty good. Right, we've judged it harshly because it's not top ten Marvel. I mean, right, it's it's just not. I'm sorry. Still fun and a character that I dearly love, Black Panther. So, oh yeah, he's a phenomenal character. I do. I like his claws. Yeah, he's a he's one of the <laughs> coolest looking Marvel characters by far, and probably the closest to like a Wolverine, but not Wolverine. Yeah. That's a good point. Intriguing and, character. Um, our next one is a Wachowski joint. Yeah. That was based on the book Cloud Atlas versus a movie that I have never heard of, The Wind Rises. I haven't either. I don't know what that movie is. <laughs> I did see Cloud Atlas. I didn't. Uh, by the way, there's some of these that me and Jerry have not seen. I've made that clear on Facebook. We are not going to go watch them all to prepare for this list. If we no. haven't seen them, there's probably a reason why we haven't seen them. And I'm I'm assuming a lot of you have not seen every single one of these movies yeah. either. I have seen Cloud Atlas. I have too. It and was is not as good as the book. The I was, book is very good. I was looking forward to this movie before it came out. I remember too, watching big trailers and I was really into it. And then I watched it. It's good, um, but not what I was expecting. I got told about that book I was originally really, by... Uh, friend of mine uh patrick burkhart oh, he was hey, he liked that movie and i know i remember i maybe i'm making this up but i remember him telling me about that movie before it came out and it kind of got me really excited about it and oh. I, I went and read the book the movie came out the book is way better um the movie is very difficult to understand i have follow. not read the book um but i it was good yeah it wasn't great i have cloud atlas winning this winning that matchup yeah well yeah of course because none of us know what the other movie is. Correct. Um, I didn't even look. The ones I didn't know, I didn't even go on Wikipedia and look up what they were. So this this next two. We got a couple. Yeah. So we got a number. I can't read that. Six seed. Yes. Is that six yes. Seed? That's a six. Logan versus number 11 seed Avengers. So now we got some stiff competition here. Yeah. And I think we're going to have different okay. things here. I had Logan. Really? Yeah. I had Logan as well. I really thought you were going to put Avengers. Um, I love the Avengers. I know you do. It's fun. It's funny. 
But Logan's kind of a revelation, man. It's it, the first of its kind. It is. Well, so is the Avengers. Though. They're both first of their kinds in comic book movies. So this is exactly why I thought you were going to have Avengers yeah. up there because it is the very first like big um, comic book movie. Like, Come on. Big, like, uh, Logan's just badass. It's just so good. And it's loosely based on <laughs> Old so Man good. Logan, which yeah. is one of my favorite comic book series. Yeah, so mine too. We had to go Logan um, right yep. there. Our next one is a number three seed, uh, Moon, yep. starring, what's that guy's name? Oh, I can't think of it. Dang it, you I always love put that me guy. on the spot. Oh, crap. He's in the Marvel movies, too. I know. I got to think of him. Um, Sam. Rockwell. Rock- Rockwell. Sam Rockwell. Moon versus the girl with all the gifts. Okay. Uh, for me, this is easy um, because I don't know what that movie is. So my choice was Moon. <laughs> so was mine. I love that Moon movie. Moon is awesome. It's Have an you, awesome movie. It is Go very, very see good. Rent Moon. Go He's watch that. basically the only character in that movie. He's it's the, probably the only free actor. on streaming. It's so good. It's probably on your Amazon or something for free. Yep. The next one is um, number seven seed, Shape of Water, versus number ten seed, The Force Awakens. Um, I was going to rent The Shape of Water. Or no, Shape of Water was on HBO. It just went off last week. I didn't get a chance to see it yet. Okay, I watched it. Was it as good as everybody says? I love it. I heard it's awesome. Yeah, I really love it. I've wanted to, I wanted to see it for such a long time. I really wanted to see this movie and I just I'm so pissed now it's off HBO so I got to pay to watch it. But Yeah. So, yes, The Shape of Water is an amazing movie. Um and then Star Wars Force Awakens is also an amazing movie. Um, yeah, for me it's a no-brainer. Star Wars The Force Awakens is my choice because it was a transformative period. Yeah, of and, my life when they decided to bring back Star Wars, something that we all thought was dead forever. Yep, and then they decided to remake it. We're talking about <laughs> two to three years of anticipation, and maybe a little bit of a letdown initially after first viewing in the theater. But upon my third, second, and third viewing in the theater, I liked it more and more, and I just really enjoy that movie overall. It's just a fun jump back into the Star Wars universe. Um, I think initially I was a little upset that they just kind of basically copied the other movies, but Hey, when something works, it works. Right. I had a, I had a rough time with this one cause I, I did love the shape of water, but I went back to my normal thing and I love star Wars yep. and star Wars has to win. There you go. So we both picked star Wars. Our next one is a number <coughs> two snow piercer, which is a comic book movie based on a French comic graphic novel. Uh, maybe I don't know. Um, versus Deadpool. Um, have you I, seen Snowpiercer? I never saw Snowpiercer. I watched it. Was it good? Uh, no, no. Okay, I never heard great things about it. I went Deadpool, of course. That's one of my favorite movies, so we're good. Deadpool. We both yes. picked Deadpool, so we had um the same brackets except for Inside Out and Last Jedi, right? Yeah. So we'll just I'll just run through mine real quick. The top the, the winners. I had Rogue One, uh, The Last Jedi, Black Panther. Cloud Atlas, Logan, Moon, Star Wars, uh, The Force Awakens, and Deadpool. And I had Rogue One, Inside Out, Black Panther, Cloud Atlas, Logan, Moon, Star Wars, The Force Awakens, and Deadpool. All right, we're going to go right down below that to the next bracket. We have a number one seed, Edge of Tomorrow, versus a number 16 seed, Pacific Rim. I liked Pacific Rim. I never saw the second one. But I liked Pacific Rim as well. Um, but I have Edge of Tomorrow beating it. Live, die, repeat. Yeah. Very, very good movie. I have Edge of Tomorrow as well. That is a phenomenal movie. Yeah, it's very good. And they, it's a, basically a comic book movie. They've got another on one coming book. out. That movie's great. 
Yeah. And super underrated. Like it didn't get a big hype when it came out, but it's lived big time. Like it, it had a long run in the theaters and it built. Yeah. And then I think it's had a very, it's found a very good life afterwards. Yeah, it has. It's, it, it didn't do super. Very good. rewatchable too. Our next matchup was Captain America, eight seed versus Wonder Woman, nine seed. Boy, this could be a tough one, Jerry. That, it was tough for me. It took me a little bit. I left it blank for a while. It wasn't tough for me at all. It was Captain America Civil War. I also put Civil War, but I do love Wonder Woman. You don't like Wonder Woman as much as I do? No, I didn't. I wasn't a huge fan of Wonder Woman. The second half lost it for me in that movie. Chris Pine was excellent, and the first half was amazing with Gal Gadot. I loved it because it was it was kind of a groundbreaking thing for women because it was like a main woman uh, superhero. Yeah, even the main protagonist get... of the movie was Chris Pine. So, well, not really. Pretty much, it's named Wonder he Woman. He sacrificed his life to save the world, but it's named Wonder Woman. It's about well, her. but without him, she would. I like Wonder Woman. You don't. That's fine. But Civil um, War, Civil won. War was great. Um, <coughs> next one we got 2009. That's the first Star Trek reboot, right? Yep. With Chris Pine as well versus it follows. Um, I never watched it follows. Although as far as horror movies go, it was probably one that actually intrigued me. I wanted to kind of see it. Really? It doesn't even ring a bell to me. I don't even know what it is. Um, it looked cool, but it's Star Trek all the way. Star Trek. That was a great movie. That Star Trek movie. Yeah. The very first one was very so good. good. Um, kind of lost me a little bit in the second one the wrath was it the wrath remake one i think so um with benedict cumberbiatch oh yeah benedict cumberbiatch it was I, good too i it like just it wasn't this uh, it wasn't great it wasn't as good as the original wrath which i think was something that kind of bugged and me. the first star trek movie is just the best out of all of them it's badass man it's very very good um so we both had the same one there next we go to gravity versus the lego movie i have seen both as have i um I liked Gravity. Gravity was a number four seed. Lego Movie was a number 13 seed. I, th- I didn't care for Gravity, to be honest. I thought it was boring. Lego Movie is a freaking awesome movie. And it it's is. It's a clear winner for me. It is a clear winner for me as well. Big bracket upset. Lego Movie wins over a four seed. Whoever made that bracket was dumb. Yeah, I don't know why you would put Gravity as a four seed. To this be is honest. where it's going to hurt some movies because they're getting bad matchups. So we'll go to the next one. We got a number. Six. Six seed Guardians of the Galaxy versus Dawn of the Planet of the Apes. Which one was Dawn of the Planet of the Apes, Jerry? Doesn't really matter to me, to be <laughs> honest. Because it doesn't matter because we'll never have to talk about it again because Guardians of the Galaxy destroys it. Yes, it absolutely destroys it. Guardians of the Galaxy by far is the one. If winner you there. don't know, that was number one on my list of top ten Marvel movies. Yeah. Um, next one down the list, we got number three seed, X Machina. Versus number 14 seed, Jason Siegel led The Muppets. The Muppets. Uh, I'm a huge fan of The Muppets. Are you? Jerry, I love The Muppets. I like The Muppets. I love they're, Jason Siegel. They're pretty good. Jason Siegel loves The Muppets, and he's the one that got that movie made. Absolutely. I knew that. Um, yeah. It was a good movie, but it wasn't that good of a movie, actually. I'm lying. It wasn't that good, The Muppets. Ex Machina is a freaking monument of filmmaking. Yeah. So. I really thought you were going to put the Muppets ahead no, of Ex Machina. No, I love Ex Machina. Ex Machina is great. It's, it's creepy. It's suspenseful. It's amazing. And Oscar Isaac is amazing in it. Oscar Isaac. And then another good. dude is super good, too. Yeah, but all of them are very good. But Oscar Isaac, I just love his character and how What was the voice of the is. robot? Was it Scarlett Johansson or something? 
No, she was in her. Oh, yeah. Okay. We'll get to that one. Um, our next matchup is a really tough one. I'm not going to lie. Number seven, District 9 versus number 10, X-Men First Class. I love both movies. Yeah, I, I like both of them a lot. District 9 was so different. District 9 was so cool. It was different. Yeah, it's just different than what I'd seen. I'm curious to see what you... I had a tough time with this. I did too. I want to... I I went with... uh, I went with X-Men First Class. So did I. (laughs) (laughs) It's a fun movie, man. It is. I love First Class because I like how they brought it back to um, the younger days of X-Men. It was a great cast too. And I love J-Law. Yes, J-Law's awesome. She's great. Honestly, I like... uh, Who's the guy who does, um, um, oh gosh, I can never think of people's names when we do Magneto. these. No, the other guy. Patrick Stewart. James McAvoy. James McAvoy, man. He's great. He's such a good he actor. He should be Batman. He Boom. could be. He could be. I just blew your mind. Yeah. <laughs> he should be Batman. He could be. Yeah. Um, the next one we have, uh, another good matchup, a number two, how to train your dragon versus number 15 blade runner 2049. Have you seen blade runner 2049, Jerry? I have. Yes, I have. I loved it. I loved it as well. Great movie. But I literally, I have how to train your dragon beating it. Really? Why? I do. I love how to train your dragon. Okay. I think it's so cool. That's I love, interesting, Jerry. I love things about Real dragons. Real cool, Gerald. Yeah. I love things about dragons. Toothless. Well, he's I have, like an amazing hero. I have the correct pick here. How <laughs> no. to Train Your Dragon. No way. Hell Do yeah. you really? Yeah. I liked Blade Runner a lot. Um, how to Train Your Dragon is a great series of movies. I heard the, the new one's amazing. Yeah. You I, saw it, didn't you? No, not the new one. Not oh, the new one. Dude went to see it. Did he? It's out uh, right now, right? Dude, yeah, they went to see it. They said it was fantastic. The I best mean, one by far. I like the TV series on Netflix. Yeah, that's really great. It's I, good, man. And I, I really like the, boys the what's to watch the dude? It. What's the the voice? Uh, I don't know. Um, Isn't he also from Freaks and Geeks or something? No. <coughs> Jay Baruchel. Jay something. Yeah, he's in it's all Jay the. Something. He's in Knocked Up. He's in all the Judd Apatow movies. Yeah, and he did the. Uh, I think she's he, he, he's out of in my league. Undeclared or. I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, so just running down mine, I think we had the same exact picks. Yeah. Um, Edge of Tomorrow, Civil War, Star Trek, Lego Movie, Guardians of the Galaxy, Ex Machina, First Class, and How to Train Your Dragon. Same yep. picks, Jerry. Same picks for both of us. Okay, we're going to go to the top right bracket. We have um, a pretty tough matchup here. Number one, Arrival versus 16, Annihilation. So... I feel bad here because I haven't seen Annihilation, and I need to see that movie. It looked like it was going to be pretty decent to me. It's something it looked cool. It had really bad reviews, and I think this matchup is pretty good because they're, they're similar. They're movies. similar movies, close in tone. Yeah, Amy Adams in The Arrival, right? Yep. Um, Natalie Portman in Annihilation. Yes. So I wanted to see Annihilation. I have seen The Arrival. I also have not seen Annihilation. Yet. I have seen Arrival, and I put Arrival as winning because I haven't seen Annihilation, and I think that's an unfair judgment, but Arrival won it for okay. me. Okay. For me, I picked Annihilation. But you haven't seen it. Well, I have to annihilate Arrival because that movie sucked, and it got way too much praise. And it got like lauded over by Hollywood on how amazing it was. And I thought it was a boring, not good movie. And you're going against your boy, Kevin Smith, who absolutely loves this movie. He was wrong about that. I liked it. I thought it was boring. I thought there was huge plot holes in it, glaring potholes in it. Okay. Pl- 
plot holes and potholes. Yeah. I didn't like it, and I like Natalie Portman, and even though I didn't see Annihilation, I'm going to give her the edge. Okay. And I gave it to Arrival. So if you guys think it's unfair that I'm making Arrival lose out to a movie I haven't seen, I don't really care. Yeah, live with it. So the next one, Coraline versus Thor Ragnarok. Jerry, this is laughable. It is. Uh, I do love Coraline, and I I love Neil Gaiman. I love Neil Gaiman uh, in all of his glory because he's a phenomenal writer. But come on, Thor Ragnarok obviously just destroys that movie. It's not, not a fair. Close. It's not a fair matchup. I don't think they should have been matched up together, but they were Thor Ragnarok winner. Next one, we got number five seed Kick Ass versus number twelve seed Harry Potter and the Half Blood Prince. Mm-hmm. How do you pick that out of? Is the only Harry Potter movie? I don't know. I know. That is the only Harry Potter movie And I don't here. think it's probably one of the better Harry Potter movies. I really like Prisoner of Azkaban, and I liked The, or, uh, the Order of the Phoenix, and I liked the last one, Here's Deathly wh- Hollows Part 1 and 2. Probably better than The Half-Blood Prince. Here's where uh, a lot of people will get mad at me. I don't like any of the Harry Potters. I don't like you at all. You're an idiot. I don't like any of the Harry Potters. It doesn't catch my attention. Have you watched them? Of course. Have you read the books? No. Read the books. I will not. Read I have, them. I have all of them. Read every single one of them. Amy read them. What is wrong with you? Read those books. They're amazing. I don't I don't want to know that Harry's a wizard. The books are a billion times better than the movies. You're a wizard, Harry. Okay. You're a Harry wizard. It was just tough, though. I really like Kick-Ass, and I like Mark Millar. Mm-hmm. Didn't he do Kick-Ass? He did, uh, and I. that's why he won. I like the Kick actor ass. that plays Hit. Kick-Ass. I like Hit Girl. Hit, yeah. I picked Harry Potter, though. I ki- I picked Kick Ass because it's better. So I picked Harry Potter. You pick Kick Ass because it's um, better. Harry Potter would kick Kick Ass's ass. Well, yeah, Kick Ass is like he's a wizard. Kind of a fun movie to watch. It's a fun, great movie, but Kick Ass himself gets his ass beat all the time. Yeah, he's not a good character, but I like it better I like than Kick-Ass Harry Potter. Too, I have a thing against Harry Potter. Wasn't I don't Kick-Ass know why. Too? Yeah, was that one with Jim, Jim Carrey? Carey. Yeah. I like that one a lot. You know what movie was good? That Nicolas Cage movie where, was that Kick-Ass? No, where he no, was. he's a uh, the wizard. Um, no, not a wizard. Come on, stop He's it. like a wizard. No, the K- Nicolas Cage movie where he's a superhero and the young girl is like, uh, is that Kick-Ass? Yeah, he's the dad. Okay. He's like <laughs> he's the batman dad. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> That's good, man. Oh, there's another one, though, where he's like uh, yeah, the training. Yeah, the Sorcerer or something. The Sorcerer's Apprentice. No, it's not that one. Yes, it is. It isn't, Jerry. Damn it, Chris. What is it, then? I don't know, but it's not that one. I think it is that one. No, Seasons of the Witch. No, it's not what I'm thinking of at all. It's the Sorcerer's Escape Apprentice. Escape from Witch Mountain? <laughs> Wasn't that The Rock? Is that The Rock or Dwayne John the Rock or something? Dwayne The Rock Johnson? The Rock. He... Yeah. No. Um, so Kick-Ass won that. Next. No, I'm, oh, I think maybe I was thinking of Super with Rain Wilson. Oh, that's such a good movie. That's good, too. A very under underrated movie. Yeah, that was like but an that's indie movie. Ellen Page, your favorite. Oh, yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Mm. It's such a good movie, the though. The ending is very shocking. It's good. Of that yeah, movie. It's so good. Watch that movie, guys. Yeah. If you haven't it's seen like Super. It's like free on Netflix, I think. It's, it's so good. That was a... Um, What's that guy's name? Rain Wilson. Rain Wilson. Dwight. I think he might have wrote directed he did. that. Yep. That was all his his Our jam. next matchup, her her with Joaquin Phoenix and Scarlett Johansson 
versus Avatar, the James Cameron classic. Epic. Dances with Wolves inspired. And there's supposed to be like seven more coming out that he's already yeah, filmed. Within and, like one year. Yeah, and still hasn't put them Dances out Dances with Wolves and Splace with Blue Cats, folks. And it won. Um, I picked it. You picked it? I picked Avatar. I had a really, really tough time here. I really liked her. Um, I thought that was a great movie. Yeah, it is. It is a very good movie. But come on. What do you... If you don't pick Avatar here and you're yeah. trying to pick our brackets, you're an idiot. I mean, Avatar clearly Tear up wins. your bracket right now. Go home. It's it was a, a I that was one of the few movies that I've seen in 3D, and I'm glad I did yeah. because it I was think amazing. her was a more maybe groundbreaking movie, and it was interesting, and it was con- conceptually awesome. Mm-hmm. But Avatar was the spectacle. Yeah. Come on, it's right. like the first 3D movie. Come it's on, a good way of putting it. Get spectacle. It is a spectacle, and it, it it was like the second 3D movie because the first one was Beowulf, and that was just awful. I, I fell asleep for that. Anyway, War of the Planet of the Apes. Number six versus Hereditary. Hereditary? I don't that know what that is. another horror movie. And guess what? I didn't pick the horror movie because it sucks. I don't know if I ever saw War of the Planet of the Apes. But I did. I have. Oh, I did see that one. Yeah. I've seen all of them. And I don't think any of those movies pretty, are bad. No, I, I really like all of them. I do too. Uh, it just the that other was not one had the a better, bad matchup. That was not the best of the three. That was probably no. the worst of the three. Well, it won in mine. But it won in mine too. So we'll go down to number three seed Inception versus number 14. Midnight in Paris. Midnight. A midnight in Paris. Uh, I didn't, hey, Jerry. I didn't watch it. In Paris. Voulez-vous coucher avec moi? Oui. Oui, oui. Do you know what that means? I do not. I don't know either, but it's from that movie Moulin Rouge. I like to eat French fry. Moulin Rouge. And duck. Oh. <laughs> so in I went to Paris, by the way. Yeah, well, Inception beats Paris. Um, on my bracket, Inception. Midnight in Paris was good. I didn't see it. I did see it. It's Wasn't a that Woody Owen, Allen movie. Owen Wilson. Yeah, it was an yeah. Owen Wilson movie. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> What's he saying? Whoa, Whoa. guys! Whoa. Whoa. That's a, you sound like uh, Kermit the Frog. Yeah, you do not sound like Owen Wilson. Owen Wilson kind of <laughs> sounds like Kermit the Frog. Okay, I guess there is a little bit of hint to Owen Wilson. You know what? Wow. I just think, I don't. Like, That's what it is. Wow! 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 <laughs> wow! Wow! Guys, Everything. look at look wow. at my fat no- <laughs> my flat nose, guys. Wow! <laughs> Have you seen those gifs or like? Uh, like little videos where everything is turned into wow. No. There's a lightsaber you... battle. There, there's a lightsaber battle where every time the lightsabers hit each other, it wow. says wow. Wow. Do you <laughs> think funny. that who do you think would win in a fight, Luke Wilson or Owen Wilson? Luke Wilson by far. Really? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Luke Wilson absolutely would Why blow do you say him that? out of the water. He's just so much. He's just so edgy. He's not know? edgy. He's, he's just like <laughs> distant. Yeah, I know. He's just depressed. He's great and old school. He's not scared to get beat up. You know, I feel like Owen Wilson is so um, caught up in his nose being goofy that he doesn't want it to get goofier. Well, you don't know about that, and, Jerry. And he does it. Whoa. Whoa. And he doesn't want to get hit. Sir, and, sir, sir, your uh, your seatbelt seems to be broken here. What, what do you recommend I do? I recommend you stop being such a faggot. <laughs> You're in the back seat. What? <laughs> Wow, <laughs> that's from old school. I don't know if you it's remember good. that line. I do. It's one of my favorite lines for that movie. <laughs> I shouldn't say that word. It's a hot button. 
Hot button. Hot button. Um, I picked Inception. Inception. Guess what? That movie was awesome. Oh, gosh. Is that a mind bender? A mind bender. That also has Ellen Page in it. Kind of like Doctor Strange. That's funny. But like Doctor Strange in Doctor Strange in Doctor Strange. Wasn't Cillian Murphy in that, too? Uh, I don't remember. Is that his name? Yeah. Somebody pronounced it Killian the other day. But it's a C. It's not a K. It's it's Killian. You don't say a C like like that. Irish Red Killian's. With a K? Yeah, but I, somebody said it was Killian. Maybe it is. I'm going to call it Cillian until I hear him say the Killing me softly with his Inside, inside. Killing me softly day mm. by day. Yeah, get it. Mm. Killing me softly who, who sings that? With his love. I don't remember who sings that. Um... Killing me softly. With his love. Why can't I think of her name? Strumming my pain on the window. I don't know That's if the not words the right are. Words. It's strumming my it's something. The, it's the Fugees. Oh, the Fugees. Yeah, but uh, Lauren Hill. Lauren Hill. She's the lead singer. She's the one singing that. Next. Next song. Next no, song. No, not in the, no. The next battle next would battle. Be, be between Scott Number Pilgrim, seven. Scott Pilgrim versus the world, the, world, the whole versus world, Skyfall, Skyfall. with oh. Javier Bardeen. Yeah, he's the bad. He's the baddie. This is a tough one. This is a toughie, folks. It is a tough one. I we're gonna diverge. I kind of feel bad. We're gonna diverge. I love 007. But I picked Scott Pilgrim. Yeah. I kind of feel bad because 007 is such a... It's such a, like iconic set of movies. I got to go with Adele, man. And, you know, I feel like I should have, but I did. I went Scott Pilgrim, so live with it. That's what I picked. I went Skyfall. Wow. That's a great movie. Man, that movie rocks. That movie rocks. It's amazing. Scott Pilgrim's good too, but Skyfall's amazing. I do like Scott Pilgrim because it's so different. Let, 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 let's get out of here and do number two seat, Get Out versus Rise of the Planet of the Apes. Okay, so they put another Planet of the Apes in here. So they put all three Planet of the Apes and they only put one Harry Potter? Hmm, Yeah. strange. Mm. We should make our own bracket next year. So once again, I didn't pick a Planet of the Apes movie and I picked Get Out. Really? Oh, did you have you seen Get Out? Um, I have not watched it yet, Jerry. <laughs> it's pretty good. It's on HBO, though. It's coming up this week. I'm going to watch it. We can pre- review it. It's pretty good. I picked Rise of the Planet of the Apes simply because I haven't seen Get Out. I'm sure if I'd seen Get Out, I would put that in the I top. think you would put it as a winner. Because but Rise, is, Rise of the Planet good. of the Apes is the first one, right? And it's... Uh, uh, yes. Yes, it is. And it's by far the best one. No, Dawn of the Planet of the Apes is the first one. Oh, that's right. Shit. Well, either way, that... They, I want to pick Get Out... Because I know it's better. But you didn't. But I didn't because I haven't seen it. So yeah. I'm picking Rise of the Planet of the Apes. So my picks are Annihilation. We have a lot of divergence here, by the way. We do. Annihilation, Thor Ragnarok, Harry Potter, Avatar, War of the Planet of the Apes, Inception, Skyfall, and Rise of the Planet of the Apes. And mine was Arrival, Thor, Kick-Ass, Avatar, War of the Planet of the Apes, Inception, Scott Pilgrim, Get Out. Okay, on to the bottom bracket on the right side. 
Here we got some toughies here. Oh, it is. Okay, for our first one, we've got the number one seed, Attack the Block. Yep. Attack the Block. Attack the Block. Uh-huh. I don't know why. I don't know why you're doing that either. The British Bad Boys versus the Hunger Games. This is tough. Attack the Block, super good. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah. Real good. It should definitely win, but I got to go with J-Law. You did? I got to go with You J-Law. had the big upset? I gotta go with J Law. I had the big upset too. No, stop I it. put Hunger Who Games. Who picks the Hunger Games over Attack the Block? I did, and so did you. I know. <laughs> I loved Hunger Games. I read all the books. I, lo- I okay. Um, the only reason I picked that is because I read the books. The movies are vastly inferior to the oh, books. Oh yeah. The well, books the third, are so much better. the third Hunger Games book sucks. The um, movie was actually better. Yeah. I thought the third Hunger Game book was better than the second Hunger Game book. The second and third Hunger Games books sucked hard. But the, the, the movies were one, better. The first Hunger Games book was good, though. The second one sucked hard. The third one didn't suck as hard. Yeah, I agree with you. The first one's phenomenal. All three movies are great, though. But we and we both have the Hunger Game movie winning. Yeah, against we do. Attack the Buck. Next wow, one, wow. we got another toughie. Oh, we got uh, a little. Uh, what's that dude's name? In Looper, J just something Gordon Levitt. Joseph Levitt. Jordan Joseph Levitt. Gordon well, Levitt. It's just a delightful. Gosh, I love him. He should be Batman. From Third Rock from the Sun? He was supposed to be Robin. He was supposed to be Robin. They built it up as that. He should be Batman now. Um, I love him. He's we got a very Looper good versus Captain America, Winter Soldier. It's not fair putting these two against each other because Winter Soldier is one of the best yeah, I don't know Marvel why. movies. I don't know why you'd put Looper in there. And they have it ranked higher as an eight. No, I'm is... just saying it's not fair to put them against each other. I, I know why Looper's in there. I don't think it's an eight, though. An eight seed. I think it's lower than that. Oh, well, maybe. What'd you pick? I picked Winter Soldier, obviously. I picked Looper. No, you uh, didn't. Uh, yes, I did. No, you did not. I absolutely did. Are you kidding me? Yeah, it's a great you movie. sick? I like Looper a lot. Well, I like Winter Soldier a lot better. I like Winter Soldier a lot, too. I would definitely rewatch Winter Soldier more. But as far did as... Did you honestly pick Looper? I picked Looper. It's a good sci-fi film. It's a good but... sci-fi film. I love sci-fi, and it was unexpected. I should put it that way. I, I wasn't expecting anything. I didn't even know about that movie before I watched it. I really didn't either. Um, I, I don't even think I saw it in theaters. I think I'd never heard of it, and then it was on video, and I watched it, and I'm like, holy crap, this is a good movie. Here's the thing, and and this might go against the general public. I'm not a huge Bruce Willis fan. No, I don't, I'm not either. No? Really? No, oh, not at all. Yeah, I'm not. Moonlighting. Well, the only thing it's I really, really like him in is Die Hard, obviously. What about the whole nine yards? Mm, no. Not a big fan of that. Um, what else has he been in? Pulp Fiction. Oh, yeah. He's really he's good, good in that. that. Unbreakable. Yeah. It's good in that. Oh, he is good in that, too. I haven't seen Glass yet. I don't know. I heard I just, that was good. I don't think he's a very nice person, though. Sixth Sense. I see oh, dead damn. People. That He was in that, too. I huh? see dead people. Yeah, I know you do. Look like a dead person. That was a genuine. That movie should be in here. Why is the Sixth Sense not because on this list? Oh, not, not the 10 last years. ten years. Oh, and you know what else is about wrong with this list? Like Endgame isn't in here. Doctor Strange isn't in here. Yeah, Spider Man Homecoming isn't in here. Oh yeah. Well, I don't know when this. This came is an out. old list, guys. Just go with it. Don't stop complaining. Okay. Well, I put Winter Soldier. You picked Looper. Next, Next one, one, number five, Cabin in the Woods, starring Thor himself. Wasn't uh, Chris Hemsworth in that? Was he? I don't know. Um, versus Captain America, the first Avenger. Um, I've genuinely heard Cabin in the Woods is a spectacular movie. 
I have seen it. That's a Joss Whedon produced movie by the guys who wrote Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Yeah, I have seen it, and it's and I don't remember it. Okay, but I know for a fact I've watched. I it. I got it confused with that one movie where the friends go out into the cabin and then they get like some flesh eating disease. It was know. big when we were like in high school. Hmm. I'm not. Um, not a, what was I that don't know. cabin movie? Cabin Fever is what it was called. Anyway. I, Not good. I haven't seen Cabin in the Woods. I went for Captain America. I also went Captain America, the first Avenger. Okay. Because so it's better. Our next one is Your Name. Is it? What's Your Name? Your Name. I don't know. Your Your, your Name. So Gary. this is the only matchup where I don't know either movie. It's not that I don't know them. It's that I've never even heard of them, Jerry. Well, then it is like you don't know them. So let's get... <laughs> So, I didn't know your name, and I didn't know only Lovers Left Alive. Both of those movies sound like a B film that I've never wanted to watch. Okay, I'm going to tell you a little something real quickly about them. I know we're running out of stuff here, but Your Name is a 2016 Japanese animated romantic fantasy drama film written and directed by Makoto Shinkai and produced by blah, blah, the film, blah, 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 blah. Um, Something I don't want to see then. High School Girl whatever lives in a fictional town of in the Japanese mountains. She is bored with the country life and wishes to be a handsome boy in her next life. She begins switching bodies intermittently with Taki Chachibani, a high school boy in Tokyo. When they wake up, they communicate by writing messages on paper, their phones, and sometimes each other's skin. Mitsui causes Taki to develop a relationship with his coworker. I don't know. That sounds pretty interesting. That's that does sound interesting. Um, the other one, Only Lovers Left Alive, is a Jim Jarmish movie written and directed by Jim Jarmish. He did Slackers, which um, oh okay, I think he did Slackers. Yeah, that name doesn't ring a bell to me though. Tilda Swinton's in it. Ooh, she's a good actress. So she's Adam crazy. Tom Hiddleston, an underground musician, reunites oh, with his lover for centuries after he becomes depressed and tired with the direction humanity has taken. Their love is interrupted and tested. By her wild and uncontrollable little sister. Wow. Um, wow. 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 Owen Wilson says wow. I'm going to go with Only Lovers Left Alive because I love Tom Hiddleston and I like Tilda Swinton. That's awesome. I went with your name. Okay. I would normally go with that because I do like Japanese animated movies. Yeah, I went with your name. Uh, I wrote it down because I didn't know oh either one of them. God, I just sorry thought of a movie that should have been on my top movies list. What? Um, spirited away. Don't it's know. A great it. movie. Anyway, um, the next one is uh, the matchup is The Martian and Under the Skin. Under the Skin, like Under the Sea. Under the Skin. Under the Skin. Life is much better under the dermis. Listen to me. <laughs> under the dermis, where you're all bloody. <laughs> Out there, the sky is so hot. You get the sunburn a lot. <laughs> I a am young, not going to continue young, with that. A mysterious young woman seduces lonely men in the evening hours in Scotland. Mm. However, events sounds like my Saturday to begin. <laughs> right. <laughs> However, the events lead her to begin a prog- process of self-discovery. Stop it! Whoever made this list, this is dumb. That doesn't even sound like a sci-fi film. Loser. Under Martian. the skin. The Martian one, definitely. That is an awesome movie. It, it's it's getting under my skin that they're picking shitty movies. Yep, I agree. But The Martian would have beat anything that it's goes there. So that good. movie is awesome. And Matt Damon. So good. Matt Damon. Matt Damon. <laughs> oh, that's a good pull. That, 
Matt that, Damon. Hey. <laughs> wow. Wow. Matt Damon. Wow, Matt Damon. Well, guys, it's Matt Damon. <laughs> um, I'm going to pick The Martian. I did, too. Okay, next we got Toy Story 3 versus Zootopia. Topia. I love Zootopia. Great, great movie. Two great movies. You can't beat Toy Story 3. Toy Story 3, hands down. Um, winner. I love winner. Zootopia, but there's one big thing that pisses me off about that movie. Oh, what? They are directly making fun of farmers and country folk. Yeah, they do. And because they're in a very like obvious way, they're all like hill rods. Yeah, and then they're like, "We got to, I got to get out of here. This place is worthless. These people that live here are idiots. I got to go to the city. Yeah, they aren't worth anything. You know what? I, Guess what? Keep shitting on farmers, everyone. Yeah. See how your life in the city lasts, right? When you got no food or or stuff. When you got no carrots coming from the carrot farm. Yeah. You ever? Did you know everything's made out of soy? Right? Or corn? Yeah. Right? Right, Chris? <laughs> I did. <laughs> when you got no carrots up there in that city, yeah. let's see how you do Judy Hops. Or, or plastics. Judy Hops. Yeah. A little obvious with the last name there. Hops, yeah. Beer making. But I did That's like that movie. But Toy about, Story right? 3 has an intense scene at the end that just makes it great. Yeah, we talked about that on a prior podcast. Overall, maybe Zootopia could be a better movie, but that the mm, scenes at I the end of Toy Story 3 are really good. Yeah, I don't think so. I think Toy Story 3 has just so much gravitas. Yeah. You know? Well, let's go to the next one. <laughs> he grabbed an invisible scrotum when he said I did. That. I did. And just grabbed it. Gravitas. The next one is The Witch. And what we do in the shadows? Okay. Which witch, Jerry? Because there's so many witch movies. I, don't I even hate know. witches. Which, what's the witch movie here? I don't know. Don't witch, care. Which witch? Stupid. 2015. The witch. A family in the 1630s, New England, is torn apart by the forces of witchcraft, black magic, and possession. <laughs> Dumb loser. Yeah. You know why? Oh, it's it like doesn't every really matter other witch movie because it has to go against what we do in the shadows, which yeah. is freaking awesome. Very good movie. Have you seen that? I have. Do you and- know there's a show coming out? About that, there is. Yeah. Uh, who's doing that? Same people. No, I mean like what? Uh, um, what network? platform? Um, yeah. I want to say Amazon, but hold on, let me see. Because I knew it wouldn't be like a FX. It's FX. Is it really? Yeah, FX has the movies, Jerry. Oh, it is. What are we do in the shadows. Um, I just love the flight of the Concords. Yeah, the do. Have you seen them do that rap? Which one? The uh, which one, Jerry? <laughs> see what you did there uh the rhinoceros and the, oh yeah i've seen them all yeah it's so good did you see their new comedy special that's out no it's just live in, in london really no yeah. i've never seen it it's uh, yeah it's really good they're great so jermaine yeah. and uh yes jermaine brent? brent is it brent uh brent yes sure yes that's what we will go with brent um okay brent? For our, our last first round so you had what uh, what we do in the shadows winning? Yeah, of course. Okay, so it's did a I. No brainer. Good work. Um, for our last one, guys. Wow, this is a toughie. <laughs> okay, Spider Man <laughs> into the Spider Verse versus X Men Days of Future Future Past 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 Past. past. Which was a very good X Men. Loved movie. it, but it just it brought together both worlds of the X Men. Yeah, but let's get real here. It literally Chris. brought the old movies in with the new movies. Don't you think that's pretty freaking incredible? How can you pair these two together though when it's just going to get so crushed 
by a movie that I think is the best movie that came out of 2018. I guess we know what he's going to be in his championship bracket. Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. I picked it as well. Won that round easily. I don't know about easily, but they're both good movies. But Spider-Man won. You don't know about easily? What's wrong with your brain? Okay, so my rundown. Hunger Games, Looper, Captain America, Only Lovers Left Alive, The Martian, Toy Story 3, What We Do in the Shadows, and Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Wait a second. Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse just came out, and it's on this list, but there's no Endgame. There's oh, yeah. no Doctor Strange. Well, Endgame hasn't come out yet. You Why can't put that. Why did we do this? We haven't even seen Endgame. Nobody has. I mean, I'm sorry. Infinity War. Oh, okay. Yeah. Let's oh, yeah. Make it, our own list. We're going to have to. My Directly after here. we finish this bracket, we're going to do an April bracket. We should. We gonna, really should. We should just keep it going. Uh, but this April. one, keep doing this one, guys, because you're going to win stuff. So I have Hunger Games, Winter Soldier, Cabin in the Woods, Your Name, The Martian, Toy Story 3, uh, what you what we do in the shadows and Spider Man into the Spider Verse okay. winning it, so our first round is complete. How do you feel? I feel great. Do you? I had really very little hard choices. There. Yeah, I think this first round was a very easy, a very easy. I think the thing next here. round there. Uh, so we're we we have what like two or three different. I think like about three different total. Uh, t- no more than that. I think we probably got five or six different ones. Either way, very close to the same bracket. And I'm really, I'm wondering, I really do wonder what you're going to have in the championship because I just don't know how, I don't know how you're going to pick some things. Well, I know what I'm going to have. You do? Yeah. You do know. Well, I haven't filled up the rest of the bracket yet. You haven't? Oh, I did. I filled the whole thing out. I'm going week to week, man. No, I filled the whole thing out. I'm ready to rock. Uh, But you guys, you can't go week to week. You have to submit the entire bracket up front. Listeners. Yeah, right. Correct. I agree. With I'm that. allowed to do that because I'm in charge of this. You're place. in charge of everything, right? That's so good. I, I think that went very well, Jerry. I liked it. It was very, it's very fun. I don't think we have time for what's in the box. Uh, we don't. No, we don't have time for what's in the box, but we do next week. We'll have more time next week because we have less picks to make. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It'll be much quicker. Every week will be much quicker than the, the last. Yeah. Because you know what happens is like people lose and then you have less of them to get down to the end. Like there's less and less teams. Oh, is that? Cause it, I know you don't know about basketball. Is and, that and the brackets. one where you potty shot from the yeah. free throw line? Yeah. And then as you win things, I just call other that, people that lose. one sport that Terry Meisner cut me from in sixth grade. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I was cut in fifth grade, but I made it sixth, seventh, and eighth. I was basically the phenomenal starting point guard of all of Mazan basketball in eighth grade, only because there was like five or six of us on the team. So mm-hmm. that was pretty good. <laughs> I don't know. Pretty worthless in the paint. But. Yeah. Oh, terrible in the paint. But, man, I was like Steve Kerr at the three-point line. How many three-pointers do you think you made in your junior high school career? Four. Bullshit. I'm not even going to give you one. I'm going to say you Oh, no, I absolutely did. I absolutely think it was like exactly four. I'm, I'm serious. Okay. David Seedentop will chime in on this because David, he, was the, David, he was the best player David, on the team. I, I need a check here. He basically lives his life off of how well he did in seventh and eighth grade basketball. It's just ridiculous. It's almost disgusting. 
Wait, didn't you guys like play with like so good, really good players like Joe and like mm-hmm. Robert Rexroad? Yeah, Robert was on the team, yeah, but that was way better than you. Uh, uh, there's some argument there, <laughs> but <laughs> he's okay. He's on a state winning basketball team, and he's two foot taller than I am. <laughs> like he is literally like eighteen inches taller than me. Well, it's ridiculous. Are we blowing our time out here in the water? Yeah, we're done. No, no, we're one fifty-five. Okay, so we're good. But uh, that's uh, that's this week, and that's all I got. There's so much more, Jerry, that I want to do. I know. There's so much more that I want to talk about. Just calm, calm it. We'll we'll talk about it next week. That's so far away. Yeah. Can we talk about this orange vanilla Coke Zero that I just drank? That sounds disgusting, and I don't it know. It was why. not very good. <laughs> so stupid. That vanilla Coke in general is stupid. They and... stopped carrying Diet Cherry Coke at Casey's. Ooh. Or, I... No, I mean Diet Cherry Pepsi. That's what I drink. I do like Cherry Pepsi a lot. Diet Wild Cherry Pepsi. But I don't drink. I, I literally haven't drank pop very much. I did drink a Mountain Dew yesterday. If you can believe it, I had, uh, you had dude, the. You do did the do? I did the do. I did the do, and I haven't done the do in literally pff, 10 years. There's nothing better in the world than doing the do. And I did it yesterday. Guys, but we didn't even. Boy, did I feel Do we have time like... to talk about the fact that I wrote a bunch of comic book pages? We don't, actually. I'm sorry. We'll talk about it next time. I wrote like four pages. You right? wrote, Yeah, I know. You wrote a lot. I'm very impressed. I wrote a very sensual. Can we all just hang on a second? Thank you. Thank you. It's really good. I wrote a very sensual, oh, sexual, yeah, getting after it. Four-page spread, spread, if you will, <laughs> spread eagle. Don't say that. <laughs> you can't say that. Well, was, you can. It was, you did. It was. That. It was pretty intense. I haven't read any of it. You read it yet. Am I gonna be? Am I gonna feel uncomfortable? Don't read it in front of me, guys. I'll blush. <laughs> you wrote it. <laughs> How are you gonna blush? But if I read it, I might blush because I'm, I'm uh, very, what's the word? Like uh puritanical. Yeah. I'm, ver- I'm a puritan. <laughs> Pur- puritanical. That's it's really a weird word. to write out sexual scenes intercourse into a uh, comic book. Did you like describe it? I I had to like look up. Oh my gosh. I'm already uncomfortable. I had to like look up what sex Wait. is. <laughs> Wait, you have three kids, Chris. Are no. you the father? No, I had to look up like what dialogue <laughs> words to put. I you know, like up. how do you, how do you? This is too <laughs> oh, I was gonna say, never mind. How do you write out this? like certain noises and stuff? <laughs> um, well, <laughs> I don't know what noises. <laughs> What noise are you talking about? Stay tuned, guys. Like, we'll we'll talk about this more in depth next week. Probably a lot of pig noises, like <laughs> rooting around. Yeah. Oh, I knew it. I nailed it. We'll see. Mm, that's we'll, David. That's another thing. David's gonna get all worked up about pig noises. <laughs> the the David episode. <laughs> this is very. This un- has been David talk. Yep, you'll love it, Dave. D. Heavy D. That's his nickname. We have those nicknames for each other. Oh, that's cute. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, for Snarf Talk. This is Chris. I'm Jerry. 
See ya. Bye.